This video contains super awesome content. Warning. This video contains super awesome content not suitable for people who don't enjoy super awesomeness. Viewer discretion advised. Welcome to Viewer's Choice. Your selection is about to begin. But first, take a look at what else you can see this week. Hey dudes, biting you to travel through time. First stop, a long layover at the video store. Bogus. Wait, you've got viewer's joint. Excellent. Hello, you rotten little bloodsuckers. America's most popular now. Get extra value. $12.50 cash back. Rise and shine, Mr. Freeman. Rise and shine. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. What? Well, I say what it is. Let's get out of here. When life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade. Make life take the lemons back. Get mad! I don't want your damn lemons! What am I supposed to do with these? Demand to see life's manager. Make life through the day and thought it could give Cave Johnson lemons. Do you know who I am? I'm the man who's gonna burn your house down with the lemons. This is my ship, the Nebuchadnezzar. This is the core. Where we broadcast our pirate signal back into the matrix. Welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar with your host. Ernesto Morado, the double-headed coin, and your co-host, Pablo Morado, the Thunderbolt. Together, we are the Pyramid Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> in the world. To the most banned podcast on the internet, it's your host, Ernesto and Pablo Morado. This is episode number 46. 46, can you believe it? I cannot believe it. Let me just clean my lens over here. Oh. 
<laughs> Dirty Lens in the beginning uh, of the cast. Yeah, there we go. Maybe we can get a better. <laughs> there we go. Nice. <laughs> Actually, swing it this way. Maybe my uh, lens is a little dirty. <laughs> nice way to start the cast. How you doing uh, today? I'm doing pretty good. I just want to ask the audience, have they had their Bud Light today? <laughs> or have you gone uh, AK-47 on your Bud Light? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's still the, the what do you call it, the influencer for Bud Light, right? Mr. Dylan Mulvaney? Mr. Dylan Mulvaney, yeah. You know, I was actually thinking about that. And I don't think um, they actually changed the Bud Light cans for everybody. I think they just changed the can for him. Like, they just made a commemorative can for him. Yeah, no, I I, I don't think the can is different, which is, to me, it's even the, more, more ridiculous. Right? It's even more silly that they're going through this whole backlash over this uh, representative. You know, I get it. It's a man who's now a female, and he's taking jobs from female models, mm. which is kind of strange what's going on now. Yeah. You know why? Why? Why, why do you think? Because all my youth. I, mean, I have my reasons why, but, but why? This is what I find strange. Uh-huh. All my youth, right, mm. it was women trying to get into male sports. Okay. They wanted to get into play football. Mm-hmm. They wanted to get into play baseball on a professional level. Right. You know, not their own league. Mm-hmm. They wanted to be part of the MLB. They wanted to be part of the NFL. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, they wanted to be one with the boys, right? Right. <laughs> now the, the tides have flipped. Now the boys want to do what girls do. <laughs> yeah, they want to be one with the girls. Yeah. <laughs> so now... They're not having it. The females are like, wait a minute. Mm. You know, wait a minute. This is not fair. He's a guy. Right. So now the the topic has come full circle. I think uh, the minute they made um, Caitlyn Jenner woman of the year, her first year being a woman, I think that was kind of like, that was kind of like a jab towards women. Cause yeah, like, that was a smack. <laughs> he should have been transgender of, of the, year. the year. Right. Or person of the year or whatever. Transgender of the year. Right. Transgender bathrooms. Right. Transgender sports. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Let's see who's the top, the top dog transgender. Right. In basketball, in football, in boxing. But their argument is that, that that's like uh that's basically the same thought pattern as apartheid. You know, like segregation kind of a thing. It you ain't your- segregation. <laughs> you have your own bathroom, you have your own sport league, you have your own thing. <laughs> but you're your own gender. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's it's fair. I think so. I think it's it's a fair thing. Have a transgender league. Yeah. Um I think it's it's fair because you know it's what's not fair is all these women that are trying, you know, their absolute best to be the elite woman 
and you have uh, these uh, males. But strangely enough, how many women who have transitioned into men are trying to get into I don't think so. Male sports. I don't think, uh, I mean, we can look that up. Let's see. Because I think the advantage is now on the on the male side. Actually, on yeah, on the males. For women who become men and, let's say, want to play NFL. Which, again. It says here. Uh, I don't know. It's a strange Snopes. topic. Do you agree with uh, Snopes? What does Snopes say? Okay, so let's see here. Uh, <clears throat> Snopes says, "Are they? No, are there no athletes assigned female at birth who transitioned and competed in men's sports? Meanwhile, transgender women are effectively banned from competing in women's events by World F I N A." Hmm. The world swimming body. <clears throat> it says here, uh, claim there have been no male athletes who were assigned female at birth, transitioned, and later competed in professional men's sports. False. In mid uh, June 2022, as the world governing body for swimming effectively banned transgender women from competing in women's events, misinformation about transgender athletes spread. According to one online rumor circulating as a meme on Facebook, there are no athletes who were assigned female at birth, transitioned, and then competed in men's sports. This claim is correct. Uh, Incorrect. Yeah, I'm sorry. Incorrect. Yes. Um, and then uh, they have a, a little meme here. I wonder why there are no women transitioning to men and trying to compete in men's sports. It's a guy, looks like Star Trek. Yeah, he's a Star Trek character. Uh, pondering. Um, posted, posted on uh, June 11th to 2022. The meme states, wonder why there are no women trans." Transitioning to men trying to compete in men's sport. The meme not only uses discriminatory language when referring to transgender people, it also appears to defend by implication restriction on transgender women athletes from competing women's sports by promoting the view that transgender women were assigned who were assigned male at birth have not have an unfair advantage over their competitors. In the same vein, the meme incorrectly posts the trans that transgender posits men, posits. Oh, posits. It, yeah. mm -hmm. mm. It's a little blurry on this side. <laughs> yeah, let me make it a little bigger for you. Posits. Mm, no, I lost on. my place. Hold on. Sorry. <clears throat> But the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, the whole thing is basically. The reason I bring it up is, I mean, we're going to start this off on a light note. <laughs> Some uh. trans, I don't even know if he's a transgender at this point. This man who sees himself as a woman mm -hmm. entered an all-woman poker contest. And won. And won. But the strange thing about it 
is as he was competing, mm-hmm. he looked like a full-blown male with a beard. He looked like Santa Claus. <laughs> well, I guess gender is, uh, is an identity, so you don't really have to yeah, but look that, like... Uh, I think he's gaming. You know, he's hacked the, the whole issue. Like well, he just said, he feels like a woman. Right. Like that. Yeah. Just to enter this contest. It's possible. Can we show the video to the audience? Sure. It's kind of like, um, kind of comical. One second here. And as I'm looking this up, I just want to bring up to the cast that uh, this segment is brought to you by Brain Boost. Our Brain Boost uh, supplement from Paramin Vitamins. And um, <clears throat> a little uh, something on uh, the Brain Boost is um, it's our highest quality mushroom gummies that consist of 250 milligrams of mushrooms in the most beneficial proportion. This mushroom extract complex is exactly what you need for your active lifestyle, packed with essential vitamins and nutrients that help support healthy cell function. Go-getters, thinkers, and wanderers will help will appreciate this medicinal mushroom that will uh, these medicinal mushrooms that will uh, help support cognitive function, support memory retention, making them the perfect brain booster for working and studying. So, what what mushrooms are infused in this uh, brain boost? So, you got uh, mitaki, shiitake, lion's mane, reishi, cordyceps, chaga, turkey tail, white button mushroom, black fungus, and royal sun mushrooms. That's a whole lot of mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is, and we all uh, we invest in the highest quality here at the Paramin Vitamins. Um, so I take them every day. I love it, and when <laughs> I don't take it, you know, my body's like telling me, "Hey, there's something you forgot something today." <coughs> you know, I'm not as sharp. Mm. I'm trying to find a, a really. Uh, Quick clip. Do you have it on the Trello, the quick uh, clip? Let me see. Oh, actually, I have a better way to look it up. Just put in man enters poker. I see a lot of stuff here, but um, let's see. Because I found that on YouTube, man enters. Yeah, yeah, I see it here. So this is comical. To me, it's comical. <laughs> so let's see. It's loading up here. And this is obvious, like this is... I have my passport, I got surgery, I can prove without any doubt what's... Man enters female poker events. That's it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. And I guarantee there'd have been a lot less people that had the balls to say anything, no pun intended. Now, I don't know why Dave did this, whether he's trolling, whether he's trying to prove that men are better than women at poker, whether he's just trying to make some quick money. Tell him to bring me my money. Yeah! <laughs> One thing I think that is clear is women do not want men competing in their competitions, and I agree with him. I think a ladies' competition should be a ladies' competition, because in most things, we do have an advantage, whether that be poker or physical sports. That's why I think it's unfair I mean, for biological men who now identify as women to compete in female he's competitions. He's the only man there so this is the, this is the scenario well, here's a here's the thing here's my uh playing devil's advocate here are they trying to say that men have an advantage over women cognitively like we 
we can think better in poker. That's not what I get from this video. <laughs> what I get from this video and from this incident uh-huh. is this guy is probably a seasoned poker player. Uh-huh. Some guy who's been playing poker for a while uh-huh. with his boys, mm-hmm. and he's obviously good at it. Right. He sees a female competition. That's probably substandard. And that he feels that he is better at it than the females. But do He's females have their own league? I mean, I, I'm i sure the poker players play with females all the time, no? Well, it's obvious they have a, a, a all-female uh, poker competition. I, mm. I imagine that there is a co-ed all-inclusive uh, poker competition, but this one was all women. And they should have the right to do that. Why mm. not? But this guy exploited that because he's like, uh, in my opinion, a shark. Mm-hmm. That's like he is like grabbing the low-bearing fruit. He's like, mm, these women don't look as sharp as... You know, for poker players, let me let me exploit the the situation. You know, because he probably has vast experience in poker, right. and maybe these women don't. I'm not saying that men are better at poker than women, but that guy could beat me in poker. Why? Because okay, I'm not such a good poker player. Are there any? Uh, let's see. Are there any elite female? Um, poker players. I believe they are. So it wasn't that they were uh, at a at a handicap because they're women. It was just that they were not as skilled because they don't have. They were just a smaller group than some of the. I sharks. believe maybe they were. This was a competition. Maybe you know. I mean, mid yeah, range. I mean, there's there's female poker players. I mean, do uh, let's see. Uh, do female poker players play against men? I believe they do. I and why they shouldn't do. they? Right. Uh, let's see. That's stupid. Uh, women in poker, can they beat the men? Uh, this is, uh. I don't see why not. I don't see why not. Uh, Hell, some I in a lot of instances, I think women are can call a bluff better than a guy can. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I think in this realm of all the things women, that women could be, be upset about men playing. Poker. You know, of all the things that men and and women could be, you know, upset about, like with this whole transgender thing. I think poker is like far low on the on this because like it's only intellectual so it's not like they have any advantage this guy he hacked the system yeah i mean obviously he did some kind of hacking here i'm just he hacked the system he saw you know a, a set of women that he believes are not as good as him entered the competition and what happened he won, he won. right uh uh here it says at the empire casino and uh, Lancaster Square, an unknown uh, online pro from Norway is sitting at the biggest poker player in Europe, 
eyeing at the uh, up the first prize of one million. In her way is a Welsh youngster, John. Uh, what is so momentous is that uh, not only is Annette uh, Orbistrad just 18 years old, but that woman is about to take down the poker's biggest prize. So, yeah, women uh, have won in poker. I Absolutely. Mean, Absolutely. So they're competitive. It's not like men are, like, completely dominant. That's like, you know, Mike Tyson. This is the way I... Uh, Mm. I, I compare what this guy did. It has nothing to do with gender. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> right. Okay. This is Mike Tyson in his prime entering the Golden Gloves. <laughs> oh, okay. He okay. enters the Golden Glove competition. The beast that Mike Tyson won. Of course he's going to take the Golden Glove. <laughs> because obviously he's a, he's a, he's seasoned, a seasoned boxer. Right. So this guy was a seasoned poker player. And now, remember all these movies where, for example, uh, Christ, what's the name of this old show? What show? With Tom Hanks. A show with Tom Hanks? Yes, it was, and it was a good one, too. It, Tom Hanks plays uh, a dude... That I think he cannot afford his rent, so he moves in to an all girl, uh, bosom buddies. Bosom buddies. Oh my god, I've never seen this. Before. Yeah. So, uh, bosom buddies. Oh my god, <laughs> never heard of this before. What the hell? Yeah. So this. <laughs> But they're straight. Oh my they're god! They're straight, but they're looking to to live in a in a place where they can't afford it. Right. So they move into an all girl dorm. Oh my goodness! Dressed as women, but yet they're really men. <laughs> I, I like to just see a clip of this. Uh, let's just see if we have anything. You never heard of Bosom Buddies? I've never heard of Bosom Buddies. One of buddies. my favorite shows oh, when I was growing up. <laughs> well, this is the reason why the world is the way it is. <laughs> Bosom Buddies was a popular 1980s television sitcom created by Bob Boyette, Tom Miller, and Chris Thompson. And it starred actors Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari. The show had many memorable moments throughout its run on TV. From the funny takes on the male-female interpersonal relationships to the quirky humor, Bosom Buddies was a show that had many people always laughing and wondering what would happen next. But they don't show the premise. I want to see if you find like a... Actually, keep it playing. Keep it playing. Mm. And I'm going to see a synopsis. On the show was based on the misadventures of two single men, working in creative advertising, struggling in their industry, while disguising themselves as women in order to live in the one apartment building they could afford. There you go. They <laughs> just said it. Wow. <laughs> I've never seen this ever. <laughs> so they hacked the system. Oh man, yeah. So that's inevitable. In and then words. there's also Victor Victoria. What's Victor Victoria? 
with uh, Julie Andrews. Uh, what was that one? It's a movie. Mm. You never heard of Victor Victoria? No, I haven't. Ah, uh, you millennials. You missing out. <laughs> Victor Victoria was a... Pre- the premise was... It was a guy imitating a woman imitating a guy. If that makes any sense. A guy imitating a woman imitating a guy? So, it was a woman who was making believe she was a man. Okay, I have... uh... Imitating a woman. So... She was a transgender. She was a a cross dresser. Because mm. she was going, she was saying that she was a guy. Okay. And then she will go on stage as a woman. Does this look familiar? Uh, is this it? Yeah, this with James Gardner, I believe. See how different the movies are. <laughs> Life was different, totally different back then. See, she she pretends to be a dude. <laughs> oh my god. And she, so she's kissing a man, and, but so why is she pretending to be a dude? Okay, this is the whole thing. Let the let the promo finish. Okay, so the wow. premise—the premise—is <laughs> she is. So this whole movement, transgender movement, has been in our sub subconscious for quite some time. Absolutely. So the movie is starring Julie Andrews, mm-hmm. and she's playing a woman, right, who is pretending to be a man. Okay. You know, to everybody in the in in her circles, and she's a man. Mm-hmm. But as a performer, she becomes a woman and sings and all this stuff. So she's up there and one of the pull of her of her base, people that go see her, is like, can you believe this guy's a man? And look how he transitions to a woman. And then the the her co her co um the co actor how do you call the the co protagonist or the supporting mm. actor right is James Gardner okay he sees the show and he's like that woman is not a man that's a <laughs> woman and falls in love with her because he knows that's not a man okay. And pursues her mm. and finds out that, yes, 
She is, she is not a, a, she's not a man. She's actually a woman pretending to be a man, pretending to, to be, be a, a woman. woman. Interesting. So she hacks the system. <clears throat> that's that's so this is so that's like becoming a, a drag queen, right? Like you know all these drag with RuPaul. Yeah, your 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 base is is a lie. Right. So like if RuPaul one day comes out and says I'm really a woman. <laughs> right, right. People be like, what? <laughs> I thought you was a man pretending to be a woman. Right. Or a man who I... Dented, right. Whoa. <laughs> Not pretending. You're a man identifying as a woman. Right, right. But in reality, she's a woman. And I just created another gender. <laughs> well... You know, have the, you the Victor Victoria gender? I'm a man. <laughs> exactly. I'm a man who pretends to be a woman pretending to be a man. No, no. You're a woman pretending to be a man. <laughs> no, like I'm saying like me myself. Yeah, yeah. You're, I'm really I, I, I'm a man, right? Right. Then I go on stage Wait a minute. Yeah, right now, right? Right now, you're pretending to be a man. You're no, a woman. No, no, This is the way it should be. <laughs> you're a woman pretending a- to be a man, and then you go on stage and you pretend to be a woman. But right, right. now, right now, you're I- pretending to be a man. You're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying I'm trying to do the flip side. I'm a man who I'm saying is a woman. And you're going on stage as, as, a, as man. a man. Yes. <laughs> but really, I'm a man. Right. <laughs> but in your private life, you're a woman. Right. <laughs> but I pretend to be a woman right. that goes on stage as a man, but I'm really a man. What a, what a crazy. Shit is confusing, yeah. right? <laughs> so that's a way of hacking the system. The same way like that movie where, um, what's the name from the guy of a king of queens? Uh, Kevin James. Kevin James, and who's the other actor that they get married? Oh, um, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. They hacked the system. Right. Yeah. Exactly. For so uh, that they could file taxes and get tax breaks as a couple. I think some something like that. Some or like he could keep the house or whatever. It was some some loophole. That's hacking the system. So that's what that guy did on that poker game. That mm. poker game. Well, that just hacked the system. This segment is reminding me of this movie. Actually, I want to rent this movie for us to watch. Have you seen uh, the movie What Is a Woman? What? Uh, what is a what year that came out in? Recently, it's twenty twenty two, I believe. Oh no, no, no! So check this out. Is a woman? Can you tell me that? <laughs> Well, you're at the Women's March. You must have some idea. Please, if, if one person could tell me what a woman is. You are not here for women. We ask you to leave. What is that? I'm a husband. I'm a father of four. I host a talk show. I give speeches. I write books. I like to make sense of things. A woman is not anything in particular. There is not one particular thing. It could be many things to many people. Some women have penises, right? Some men have vaginas. I like scented candles. And I've watched Sex in the City. Yeah. How do I know if, if I'm a woman? That's a great question. You're not a scientist. You're not a gender studies major. No. How do you know that you're a man? I guess because I got a dick. <laughs> 
So this guy is trying to ask all these like officials in college and um and, and like high like all these people that have like public uh, public officials. Mm. What is a woman? Or even people like on the street, as you saw, he's asking all these people, "What is a woman?" And nobody's giving him a straight answer. Look. <laughs> To discover the truth. Can a man become a woman? <laughs> I'm not a woman, so I, I can't really answer that. Women only know what women are. Are you a uh, cat? No. Can you tell me what a cat is? Do you want to tell us what a woman is? <laughs> what I'm was a biological that? biological woman. What do you mean? That was a man uh, as a woman? I guess so. But he makes a valid point. She says... There's no way for us to know what a woman is because we're a man. Right? <laughs> so he goes to her and he's like, do you know what a cat is? <laughs> How do you know that? Because you're not a cat. <laughs> a cat? No. Can you tell me what a cat is? Do you want to tell us what a woman is? I'm a biological woman that medically transitioned to appear like a male. I will never be a man and so they go on the internet and they're told that all of their problems will be solved if they become a man so you worry that there there could be a sort of social contagion element of this a teeny tiny bit maybe it got me at 42 your child doesn't have a chance and you're affirming it with hormones that have never been used in this way. Puberty blockers, which are completely reversible. Completely reversible. One of the drugs used is Lupron, right? Which mm -hmm. has actually been used to chemically castrate sex offenders. You know what? I'm not sure that we should continue with this interview. So you don't want to talk about... So you, you hear what he said? They're, they're using these things, these, these uh, puberty blockers. Puberty blockers. That they use to that castrate... Are completely that they used to castrate sex offenders. The same thing that they used to castrate sex offenders. They're giving it to kids. Right, because it, it takes away the urge, the sexual urge in them. That's what it does. But so they're giving this they, to kids. By the way, let me tell you something. <laughs> People on the, are under the misconception that this, that this whole transgender movement mm -hmm. is something new. That that has invaded our society, right? But in reality, in India and parts of Asia, well, this is not something new. Obviously, I mean, no, no, look I'm at saying, Caligula. I mean, no, I'm, I, I'm, but it still was kind of like under the. Yeah, it wasn't like out in the out in proud. But I'm saying that this movement where where they want to be accepted. As that other gender, mm. this is not nothing new because mm. in India, for thousands of years, have existed what they call the other gender. Mm. And they're sort of outcast. Uh, Google India. Yeah, I'm looking at India's right other gender. <clears throat> so, as I'm looking that up. Um, I just also wanted to let the people know that uh, we got some new merch up on the ParamedShop.com. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> I'm about to become a super, super, super verdugo. Because <laughs> I'm going to support my own um, 
There we go. That's going to be me. Why? Because I'm going to donate to myself. <laughs> and I'm going to buy myself some of this merch. This thing is, this thing is, it's just dope. <laughs> show, can you show the people the new merch that we have, please? Oh, sure. Uh, as I was searching up the India's uh, other gender, uh, if you go over to the pyramid shop.com. And the pyramid shop is up again. That's it is right. up. It was down. We were going as. Um, now, let me ask you a question. If they type in the pyramid.com, does it take them to the shop? The pyramid.com could take you to the shop. And the pyramid shop.com, you can type that in to go directly to the shop. Um, to to listen to the cast, you go to the pyramid.com to buy the swag. You go to the pyramid shop.com. And what about if they want to buy supplements? You go to the pyramid shop.com. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. So, I'm, so the pyramid, the par- I mean, rather, <clears throat> you see, now I'm all confused. <clears throat> so for supplements. Are supple- you a man or a woman? A man <laughs> pretending to be a woman? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man I'm a woman pretending to be a man Pretending to be a woman pretending to be a man <laughs> okay. okay So um, uh, To get the supplements You go to thepyramid.com mm-hmm. To get the swag. the swag You go to thepyramidshop.com Alright Yes And the pyramid shop We got our latest swag So let me add this Uh to the stream here so everyone can see we got the latest swag here so we got hoodies we got the space force t space force t is like my favorite (laughs) why because we have camo right Mm -hmm. we have camo for when you're in in a snow area, right? Right. An Arctic camel, which is the white and the and the grays, right? Right. Then you got the jungle camel. Mm-hmm. That's when you're like in the jungle, you blend into the jungle. Right. Then you have the desert camel. Right. The tans and all that. Mm-hmm. What better than to have a space camel <laughs> right. to blend in with your surroundings that's right so we got the space camel patented here on the pyramid shop.com check this out the space camel that is so cool <laughs> and this is the space force concept uh t-shirt yes i love it i love the american flag in the oh i'm buying that <laughs> And then if you do, go, they have do they have that in tarp? <laughs> well, if you go over here, we have it in up to three XL. So I hope three XL fit me. Please, <laughs> please fit me. We also got the Screed hoodie. Oh, I love the Screed. Oh, uh, <laughs> you can hear us on the ParamedShop.com as well. Um, so the Screed hoodie is right here. Another good look at the yes, there it goes with our famous screed, the insectilian. That's right on our uh, climbing up our logo. That's right, and it's uh, embroidered 
Oh, this is embroidered. Yeah. Oh, this is dope. <clears throat> and then you have the abstract T here. Oh, uh, put up the abstract because I want people to know. This is created, believe it or not, by the star child. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, my daughter contributed to the cast. If you want to. And, and, and I'm going to say this right now. Okay. To whoever buys <laughs> the Star Child T-shirt, it's called the Abstract uh, T. The Abstract T. All proceeds go towards the Star Child's education. <laughs> all, and that makes you, if you buy an Abstract T. That makes you uh, uh, not only play the Verdugo. <laughs> and not only does it make you a Verdugo, but it gives you a badge. Mm. Makes you instantly a Torero. A torero? Yes. <laughs> the that's, bullfighter. That's the 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 highest? What what level is this now? Because uh, we have here... <clears throat> by the way, if you guys are watching us on the cast right now, um, if you go to theparamidshop.com, you can also see the cast live off of theparamidshop.com. This is what you're seeing here. Um, so <clears throat> let me just mute this here so that we don't have uh, any echo. Um, okay. So that being said, um, so yes, uh, we have a, a few badges here and I need you, Mr. Ernesto. Yes. To submit, um, some of your, uh, artwork here. I need you to do a little, uh, project for me and I need you to break down. I want a simple piece, like a long photo, maybe a poster that breaks down the different levels of, uh, contribute, uh, uh, contributions yeah of uh uh contributors and the producers of the show um right now <clears throat> down at the way bottom of the totem pole are the people wanting to envy us and to hate on us and to you know say oh we're spreading misinformation those are the wellepoos yes the wellepoos you're like the what do you call this little creature? The <laughs> my precious, <laughs> the golems, the, of the golems <laughs> of of the Paramount podcast, who just like pop in and be like, "Ah, those guys are stupid," and, and, and they but they watch right, you know, right, with envy. Like I could do the same thing, right, right. Well, go on, do your own fucking podcast. See if I care. Don't be trolling my site. That's right. And then um, uh, from there, you move on to the Bobolongo. The Bobolongo is the person that says, you know what? These guys are kind of good. Right. The Bobolongos are the ones that, you know, they like to, to listen to us they, or they pop in. They, they hear us for the first time. If you are uh, listening to us now, you are a Bobolongo. Unless yes. you have donated to the cast or subscribed to our Substack, you are a Bobolongo. And, and it's cool not a bad term. You know, it's just, you know, you're at the bottom tier. You right. Know, like you just, you know, you have it. Um, you haven't joined the group yet. 
You're just watching from the outside in. Right, exactly. That's like when you join a motorcycle gang. You know, you're you, a prospect. You're a prospect. Exactly, right. Right? Exactly. So that's what a Bobo Longo is. He lingers around, watches, right. gets a little knowledge. And, and I want the, I want this uh, artwork to look like Dante's uh, uh, Inferno, like the circles going into like, mm. you know, so that way we can have something visually to point out. Like we can start, people can follow the different contri- uh, contributions, like how how they can well, level I think up. I think the way we would, if you want to do a Dante's Inferno kind of, uh, you know, like this is different levels, right? Kinda. We're starting from the bottom. We're in hell, right? And, and we're, we're trying we're to working our way up. up, right? Exactly, exactly. So Golem, the Wellepu, is all that. <laughs> Ah, nasty. Ew, gross. <laughs> That's the well at pool. Oh, the bubble long is like <laughs> watching. <laughs> then when you get to be a verdugo, you're like. <laughs> and the verdugo means that you are one of the people that are helping to support cut the head off of the serpent. Yes. The evil Lucy. Yeah, the evil Lucy, the the there he goes <laughs> the evil lucy the globalist what was that that's right i called you, you lucy fucked up. Now you need a bow, bow. no i don't i do not bow, bow. i reject that pow pow <laughs> so by well the way i mean by what we mean as verdugo is we're chopping the heads of the globalist the New World Order, all those people that want to control us. That's right. That's, That's right. what a verdugo is. But, we, you know, within the verdugos, we have different ranks. Mm-hmm. So then once you become a verdugo, the first level of verdugo is the freeman. The freeman. Right. And then the, the one above that is the... Well, how did you put it down over here? So, uh, that's where I we were going through it, but I don't I don't have it written down here. So the one above okay. that is either the headsman. Okay, so the freeman is like that's your first entrance of once you become Vidugal, you're a freeman. Right, Vidugal. that's the prospect. Right. Well, no, no, that's the that's your first level. Like once you've gotten your cut, right? You have no badges. You have nothing. You just right, got to. But let's let's make it. Let's 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 break they, this down. Good. They, they rip off that prospect. Of, the 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 bobolongo, right? Uh-huh. It's not a prospect. You got to look at it. The bobolongo is the guy who goes to the motorcycle club and just lingers around. He's not a prospect yet. He's just you know emptying the garbage can and and oh i see what you're saying so he's just lingering around mm, like so, trying to become the prospect ah uh, i see so the the you you're saying that the freeman verdugo is the prospect and the bobolongos are just the they the nobody yeah they just hanging around right oh i see yes once once you become a verdugo then you, you're then you you're a, a freeman, freeman. now mm. your mind has been freed now you're waiting for your cut. Right. Right? And you have to, like, linger around or whatever and do little errands here and there. Mm-hmm. But now you're in Which, the by the way, your cut, um, 
after you've contributed a certain amount, we're going to have a special uh, uh, tea or hoodie. I haven't decided which that we'll hand out to our Verdugos with a badge. We got to make a Torero uh, uh, hoodie mm. in red. Mm. Now, that's the Freeman, right? Mm-hmm. Then, I guess, after the Freeman, then you become the Oathbreaker. The Oathbreaker. I'll write this down. So, we're going to start off as the Freeman, which you haven't had your, you, you don't have a cut yet. You, you have don't have it. Okay. Then, when you move up from the freeman mm-hmm. now you are a headsman a headsman now you're actually you mean an oath breaker i mean an oath breaker i'm sorry you're an oath breaker which you know we're not abiding by the oath that these people want us to uh bow down to to just uh let you control me you're just breaking that oath I will not be a slave, mm-hmm. right? You that you breaking your oath, right? You know you want freedom. Mm-hmm. Now you don't. You you're not on anybody's camp. You're just a oath breaker, right? Right. Now, if you become get better than that, now you become sort of like a like a soldier kind of a deal mm-hmm. now you're the torero now you're actually slaying that that beast torero is a bullfighter in spanish mm. so the torero is the, the top of the dog the top of the heap no torero is after Oathbreaker. okay right then after Oathbreaker, then we get to the headsman yeah the headsman is the, the headsman is the guy you chop Mm, so let me make an adjustment here. So you got the headsman. You have the oathbreaker, the freeman, torero, and then you get to the top tier, which is the inquisitor. <laughs> and that's the that's the that's highest. A, that's the highest you can go. Because <laughs> the Inquisitor, now you're one of us. Now you get you know if you want to branch out, make your own podcast as an Inquisitor, go right ahead. We allow you to become an Inquisitor. And <coughs> oh, you're saying so if you wanted to come in onto a, a, a podcast or maybe do a guest host an hour. As an inquisitor, you have more ability to do that. Yes, because mm. now you're asking. You're out in the. You're in the front lines. You're right. there. You're you're going to rallies and and participating in in asking questions that nobody wants to hear. Mm. That's the inquisitor because this is what we do. Right. We don't believe everything we we hear or see over the radio. We actually ask questions and we investigate. That's right. So five tiers. That's right. Freeman. Oathbreaker. 
Torero, Headsman, Headsman, Inquisitor, Inquisitor being at the very top, freed, and 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 I encourage you if you if you become an Inquisitor, <laughs> and you want to make your own podcast under the guise of the Pyramid Podcast, we will support you. We'll give you. We'll give them the the logo and go on. Promote the Pyramid Podcast as an Inquisitor, but you gotta be an Inquisitor. And you're it's like a like a being an info warrior, you know, like exactly. for Alex Jones, exactly. Uh, right. So, um, <clears throat> as we were uh, doing that uh, break segment here, I looked up India's other gender, and uh, it's called the Hijra. It's uh, their transgender community. Um, and is, how long have they been around? I'm not sure here. Let me see. Kombatur, India. Can we see My it? My connection to this story and this place is unique. My grandfather was born here, and now I'm visiting for the first time nearly eight decades later. Like many places in the subcontinent, it's a city exploring the boundaries of old and new, but one community in particular is pushing through a complex past and looking towards a transforming future. They are Hydra. India's ancient transgender community. Mm. We've only just arrived, but my team and I have been invited to a unique celebration. This is a ceremony of rebirth, a moment of transformation. It's a welcome into womanhood and a community of like-minded souls. For one, this party marks the very first time to dress in sari, a badge of honor and symbol of femininity for nearly all Indian women. அதாவது லைஃப்ல அத வந்து ரொம்ப சாதிச்சா ஒருத்தே இப்போ என்ன நினைக்கறானே ஓ சாரி அதாவதுன I was a thousand times happier when I became a woman. The first time I wore a sari, I felt like a woman. Hydra are now a politically recognized third gender, a category of people whose identity is neither male nor female. They began their lives as one gender, but have physically transitioned to another. I like the music. <laughs> Dana It's interesting. Is one of the estimated two. I, I don't mind. It has uh, interesting uh, roots that are very similar to our uh, roots. You know, our music. Yeah, I mean, yeah. remember when we were in Oxnard? A guy was listening to some of this stuff, and he couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> that thing was bubbling inside of him. Indeed, it was. <laughs> in India. I mean, can you imagine being at a party in the plane? You cannot sit still. You're like, like. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there is a a transgender, a new transgender, which is the Hydra. Well, this is not new. This no, is, no, this is not new. Uh, rather, it's a third gender that Indians right, have. Right, and it's been you know, it's ancient. It's been happening for hundreds of years. Right, thousands, ancient. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean this this whole movement is not new. It's new to this part of the of the hemisphere. Right. You know, acceptance cuz that's what it's all about. 
in, in my opinion, is acceptance. Mm. Yes, you identify as a woman. There's nothing wrong with that. Identify as a woman. Right. Identify as a man. <clears throat> but as you can very well see, they make this decision when they're at a um, at a at a mature right age age where they say, you know what, I don't feel like I am a man. I don't feel like I am. Well, I'm glad that you brought up this whole transgender. Wasn't because uh, like I was saying in the green room before we got into the cast. So throughout the week, for those that you are are listening. Um, to do a cast like this, it requires some, uh, a lot of effort. Um, uh, to oh, me- oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have a Bobolongo watching. Hi, Nicole. <laughs> you just entered the Bobolongo status in the Pyramid podcast. If you Bobo go, Longo. what was that? Bobolongo. There you go. <laughs> if you go to the Pyramid uh dot com and you watch us live through there or through any other social medias twitter facebook instagram you can go to the pyramid shop.com and watch us live there as well right you can go to the pyramid shop.com and watch us live and if you buy anything from the from the donation i mean from the from the website <coughs> such as supplements which are pyramid supplements or some swag from the pyramid shop.com. We, we got some awesome gear there. So, uh, with that, being it'll said, elevate you to Verdugo, and <laughs> then we'll give you a little bit of this. Show her the Verdugo. I don't know if you're seeing this or not, <laughs> but you get this. Wait for it. Yeah, you become a verdugo. Thank you for watching, Nicole. <laughs> so with that being said, I, I, what I was saying is that I'm glad that you brought up the whole transgender topic. And um, for those that are listening, you know, I throughout the week to do a podcast like this, like a kind of news-driven, current events type of uh, podcast like this, it requires, you know, a lot of research throughout the day. And I... I but, you know, not I don't get to uh, touch every topic that I listen to or that I, you know, set aside because there's so many things that are happening every week. It's it just, coming from all angles. It's like a fire hose. It's just like, you know, capturing. And I just We're think living of, in interesting times. Yeah. So that being said, um, one of the things that I, I one of the rabbit holes that I found was this whole transgender movement. And although transgender has been around for a long time, and even in ancient times, what they're doing and what they're what they're uh, using, because they're, they're finding a pathway. That's what it is. Like the unseen hand. Remember, I, I always go back to the Georgia Guidestones. They have a mission, and that mission is to get the world's population under what was it, five hundred million. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of people they got to get rid of. And one of the things that they are using to do that is this whole transgender movement. Now, it'd be one thing if, like, you know, you put on a sari and, you know, you pretend to be a woman. It's a whole other thing when you're getting surgery. Well, let me let me let me um cut you off there. Mm. It ain't pretending to be a woman. These people identify 
as being a woman. And okay, they, I, 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 I'm sorry for being insensitive. I'm sorry. And they are, by all said and purposes, <clears throat> mentally a woman. A woman. Okay. okay. For 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 those that I have offended, I apologize. We're in a new and world, no, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm not used. I to- support you. Why? <clears throat> I'm gonna be uh, selfish in this regard. The more transgenders they are, better for me. <laughs> yeah, because then but not really because you're married. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yes. But you never know. I could be, I, I I could not be married tomorrow. More women for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's okay. Oh, I man. win both ways. You know what I'm saying? I am happily married. Yes, I am. <laughs> and I love my wife. But for these young, you know, bucks out there who who are looking for their significant other and you become a, a woman wants to be a man and transgender, hey, now he just got a, his pool just got a little bit wider. You know what I'm mm. saying? He got more to choose from. Well, here's a, the the issue is that. Um, but that, that, I'm only joking. You know, I'm just making light of it. If you identify as a woman, you identify as a man, I got no problem with that at all. This is. this. We're again, in- what, I, what I was saying is that, that okay, they are. A, a, they're not pretending there are uh, a third gender, right? Yes. <clears throat> but they're not doing surgery to obtain this. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you identify as a woman or you identify as a man and you decide that you want to, instead of just cross-dressing and identifying. I'm saying the ancient, the ancient. Oh, uh, uh, no, yeah. They're I, not well, doing the surgery aspect to, I to don't, obtain this. To, to believe, believe it or not, I don't know if that's happening in India. Actually, you can Google it. Do Hijra uh, surgically transform to, to right, women? Let's see. I have no problem with that either. If you want to you know, transform completely into a woman or you want to trans transist transition completely into a man. I got no problem with that. The problem lies in my opinion is when it, it comes down to the kids, right? That's where I have a problem with it. Well, not only the kids, I think the 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 surgical aspect of it is the other issue because once you once you I don't know, I just feel like that's because it's an elective surgery, there's money behind it and there's people in in marketing that are trying to make this, you know, it's a business at the end of the day. And a business wants to do is grow. So they're but trying to. But if you're an adult like Bruce Jenner and you have the means to do it the proper way and you want to completely surgically transform into whatever gender you want, I got no problem with it. <coughs> what I'm, What I have a problem with is. When you're trying to convince parents, new parents, that it's okay to decide 
at a very tender age, four or five years old, six years old, that maybe your child is identifying as the other gender. Well, that's the target. And then you, upon uh, counsel that, yes, your, your boy seems to be a girl, and then you go ahead and you mutilate mm. your child to become a, a woman, a, a boy or a girl, um, that's where I have a problem with. I have That's number one. Big problem with that. Two is the over-sexualizing of our, of our kids. You know, I'm, I'm not in accordance with having burlesque transgender uh, shows at assembly in school. Right. The same way I'm opposed to, like, um, having a strip show with straight women and men at assembly. That's not what school is there for. It's not to over-sexualize our kids. I'm for, I am for some type of sexual education, but when you, I've seen videos. I even have a hard time believing that this is accepted where you see transgenders like barely clothed, you know, half naked and doing all this weird stuff in front of kids. That's yeah. where I have a problem. So that's number two. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that are going on. Um, uh, there's even hospitals that are advertising, you know, that, you know, this hospital, you can get their the gender affirming surgery for younger kids at this particular hospital. And they're opening up surge, uh, the departments in hospitals now. Uh, to me, that's sacrilege. You got to let that then, that uh, child develop, come into his own, and have that child as it as it matures, make the decision on his own. I want to I want to do this without any peer pressure because I believe there's now, you know, when I was growing up, there there was peer pressure mm -hmm. to take drugs, mm. to do graffiti. To do, you know, low-level little stupid stuff. Right. Criminal little things. Like, there was peer pressure. I went I went through it. Right. You know, they offered me cocaine. They offered me marijuana. They offered me um, hallucinogens. Mm. And because I decided uh, I didn't want to do that because I was raised in a way where they frowned upon that. Right. I decided not to do it. Now, once they become an adult and I say, oh, I want to take mushrooms, mm. I want to smoke weed, or I want to take cocaine, hey, it's your body. You want to do it as an adult? Right. Go right ahead. But as a kid, I, I felt a lot of pressure to do these things. Mm. But I am very, I'm a very, um, how do I say this? Uh, I hold very dear um my heritage and my mm. upbringing and i felt that if i did that i'll be violating all the things my parents taught me mm. you understand so i didn't do it i never wanted to do it to be honest with you 
So now the peer pressure is uh, trans being transgender. Yeah, and that's not to say once I, I mean, got I have a close relative. I mean, I'm not going to mention their name, but you know, somebody that we both know, who they had somebody go through that problem themselves. They they weren't seeing um, any attention from boys, so they were thinking maybe I am just a, a transgender myself. And it, it was just like, no, that's it's just that you're going through puberty and guys are not talking to girls your age. They're not even thinking about that. They're thinking about video games. They're thinking about other things, you know. They're just learning about, you know. And even the ones that do like girls or whatever, they're not, you know, uh, you know, not, guys are very uh, apprehensive of being projecting out the wrong image and you know doing something saying something stupid or wrong or made look made fun of for you know saying you know trying to ask a girl out it happens you know you ask a girl out and she says no you're made fun of in front of you know in, in school it, or whatever it's, it's a tough plight right um but again going back to the whole drug thing that's not to say once i got into high school right and i was in the 12th grade mm-hmm um, actually, no, I never did try it. In, 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 I tried it once I was out of high school and what? I was in college, marijuana. <coughs> okay. I took a couple of tokes of it. And to be quite honest, I just didn't like it. I'm a guy that likes his faculties. And this was fucking with my faculties, like my decision making. And it mm. made my hands numb for some apparent reason. I don't know if it was laced with some shit, but I didn't like it. But at that point, I was about seventeen years old. I think I, I That's made another a, faction, a factor rather. I know. made a decision as a seventeen-year-old. I'm gonna try it. Marijuana. Never tried anything else. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. You know, that's one thing. But when you're peer pressured as a, as a but you see Five, how, like, six, seven, eight-year-old, oh, I think I think you're identifying as a woman. And then you got a counselor sitting you down and right. saying, do you, do you feel like you're a woman? Do you feel like you're on the wrong gen? And then brainwashing that kid. Let that kid develop. Right. Let that kid go on his own journey and find out and find himself. And then as he matures, he's going to make that decision. I have no problem with that. Right. But taking your kid at five or six years old, giving him surgery, and well, then look at this, uh, relegating mean, him to a life of drugs, because now you got to take hormone therapy, and your whole life becomes, you know, very complicated medically. And maybe you, I've seen several videos where men and women who have transitioned, but I've seen more on the men's side where they have, you know, their privates amputated and they regret it. Mm. They regret it. Yeah. I mean, that's such a final decision. You know, surgery is such a, I mean, I think of, surgery like cosmetic like uh, transgender surgery as like a cosmetic type of surgery and i look at cosmetic surgery as a whole as something that is you know 
not necessary. I think it's. I think of it as like uh, the story that you have uh, told me as a kid of the the story of the devil's uh, daughter. You know, while he's he's trying to make his daughter so perfect, and that he's competing with God, right? Because he's competing with God. He uh, gouges her eye. T- tell the story for the for the for those that that are. This listening. is an old fable, an old Dominican fable that my mother always used to tell me. Why? Because I'm a perfectionist, and I always love to draw. As you can see behind me, all those things. I'm not great at it, but <laughs> it's what it makes me happy. It's what's always made me happy. But you get a you get it to a point when you're finishing a piece, mm-hmm. and every artist would tell you the hardest thing to do as an artist, and you should know that because you're an artist yourself, mm-hmm. is knowing when to stop. Mm. Yeah, it happens with my beard all the time. I'm like. I got to match the other side. I end a little bit here. And oh, man, now I took too much on this side. (laughs) Then I go to the, let me take it. And before I know it, I got to shave off the whole goddamn thing. (laughs) Right, right. And then then you look all odd for a week. Yeah. (laughs) So the fable goes, as, as God is creating humans, right, and the world, um, he made the creatures, and as God makes something, the devil makes his own version of it. Mm-hmm. So finally, the Lord makes woman, this incredibly beautiful human being who's a woman. Mm-hmm. And the devil is like, I'm, he already made his own version of a woman, mm. but he wants to compete with God and continues to poke and prod and do everything to this woman so that the woman can look his version can look better than God's Mm -hmm. and ends up gouging her eyes out. Right. And what he thought was going to look better than God's version. Now he has a, a Cyclops. Right. Woman version, you know, so it's a fable. It's a, it teaches you a lesson that you got to know when to stop. Right. Which is again an artist's biggest uh, um, thing struggle. You know. Struggle, yes. You got to know when to stop. Well, speaking of which, so again, I was uh, talking about this video. I mean, talking about the transgender. You know, this whole movement. We got to know when to stop. We got to tell the, you know, the people, the parents, the that that are out there. You know, let's say your kid is transgender. Then let him put on a dress. There's no reason for you to go out and do the surgery. For what? He will never be a woman. This just I mean, it's just fact. Your your sex at birth is a man. Okay. But in your mind, it's possible because you know I understand because all, all life stems as women, and then you get added the the what is it the X chromosome, and then the what like we all start off 
with the same parts and it could at any point could be a man or a woman. So who's to say in our mind, you know, we still have a little bit of the thought of that. Maybe that that presence or that feeling that maybe we were a woman or however that process works. Right. But at some point, that's ambiguous, right? Our cells are just cells. We're not a man or a woman. And then we grow into a man or a woman at later stages of uh, development in the, in the womb, right? So my thinking is you'll never be a woman, but your mind thinks you are. It's you like You'll never be a woman it's a mental biologically. thing. Biologically, right. Uh, you know, it's a mental disorder. It's a mental thing that people have. Just like people have ADHD and they're, they can walk around among us and they're normal people and people have ADD and See, now, you're, now you're treading that line when you mention disorder. Cause it, no, it, because that's what it is. You it are really, a, a man born, you are a woman born in a man's body. That's a disorder. But they take offense <laughs> to that. But, but it, it, that's what it is. It's not. It's nothing to be offensive. It's not offensive. Is it offensive to say that you know you are have ADD or that you ha- are are you know have like, which I do have ADD by the way. It's not offensive. People take Adderall. People take their their things to you know like well, that's normal. a whole. I mean, I'm saying people are are open about it. They take it like there's nothing. People are open that they're OCD or what have you. There's a laundry list of things that people have these days. Well, here's a thought. Here's a thought before you continue. Mm. With the over-sexualizing of our youth, right, in schools, Mm -hmm. they want to have these transgender assemblies, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And men prouncing around as women in these skimpy outfits and doing. Mm-hmm. What if they have a, a drug assembly? This is how you. It's marijuana is legal now. <laughs> Smoking as long as you. When you turn twenty one, you could take this little. I'm stick. sure they want that. I mean, they you could that's take what's this little stick and you world. smoke it and. It, it calms you down. Right. You know, doesn't that sound ridiculous? Yeah. <laughs> Showing kids how to smoke weed. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Showing kids how to take drugs. It is ridiculous. So why would you show a kid, like, you know, about sex at that at that age at the, and at that level? About sex, about, and, or alter their body so yeah, young. Yeah, like, so that's that's... Where I, I'm very accepting. I have gay friends. I got gay family members. Again, I, uh, if you choose to go that way, it doesn't it doesn't prevent you from being a good human being. You know, <clears throat> hell's I have more fun with with my gay friends and my gay um family members because they're a blast. Yeah, I mean they're fun people. I don't go that way, right? Well, yeah, I mean, but I'm they're, ex- people. They're, they're people. In they're the people. end, they're, they're people. That's at the yeah, exactly. They're people. They're people. But the thing is, again, it's just a, a mentality. Force, don't I think, force that on our kids. You can. I have no problem. Or, or 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 just even yes, don't force it on our kids. Is pri- is is primary. It's the first thing. We and, need to and, fight, and, and you can don't sh- force this on our kids. And you, can, yes, at, at a certain level in their in their education, 
Like once they come, once they're like in middle school, you can start teaching acceptance. Don't make fun of people because they identify as a teaching man. acceptance is another thing. Yeah, that, I know, got no problem again, with that. Again, I think the my issue mainly stems from the surgery aspect of it for two reasons. One, there's a profit incentive here, so there's going to be people looking for obvious uh, money to money flow. That's why all these hospitals are doing it. Why would they do that? You know, there's there's more to this story. I mean, transgender uh, people that that take the surgery now you're in a, a, a huge uh, uh, money suck because now you have to buy all the medication. You have to cont- uh, maintain all the 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 new parts that you have in your body, which more surgeries, more follow ups. Every you follow-up. have to take hormones. You have to take anti rejection drugs. All these things, and, and this is for a lifetime. This and every not- visit is not free. Every time you go into the doctor is a is a cost. So obviously, and, uh, and aside aside from. Uh, medications such as anti-rejection and hormone therapy, you do need some psychological help, right? And you know what the hospital is hearing when you when we say all this, ching 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 ching, ching for every little thing. That's a that's that's a thousand or more that they can charge to your uh, bill. Um, so it's a money thing for them, and I think. That how how crazy is it that uh, Caitlyn Jenner, the family uh, is part of the family that are the biggest proponents of of um, plastic surgery. You know you have you know Kim Kardashian. All, that's all she does is plastic surgery, and the other one, uh, the the Kylie Jenner, which changed her appearance completely. She doesn't even look at all what she what she was born to look at look like. Um, oh, she had a lot of surgery then. Yeah, you haven't seen uh, Kylie Jenner before and after? I don't keep up with the Kardashians. I don't care about them. Well, the only reason I know of this is because they're in the zeitgeist, you know, and just, you know, podcasts and people talk about them. But if the if if the Kardashians would depend on me for <laughs> they'll be going, they'll go broke. They'll be they'll be in poverty right now because I don't give a flying F about those people. But yeah, like all these uh, women in that family, they all uh, are very big on the the surgeries, right? Mm-hmm. And then the woman of the year had this transgender surgery, right? And I think that this is very sinister that they're pushing the surgery. You know, not they're not pushing acceptance; they're pushing the surgery. You know, it's like it's like what happened with uh, so the Caitlyn. Caitlyn became woman of the year, right? And what made her woman of the year? Her doing the surgery. <laughs> See that that's to me that's that's ludicrous. She should have been transgender of the year. Right. So this is uh can you see that clearly? Yes, I can. So this is her before and after surgery. Wow, she looks like a completely different person. Right. Totally different. So when she has kids and they start looking more like this and not like this, the husband's going to be like, what's up with my kids? <laughs> Whose kids are these? And then kids kind of like. The lips are different. The nose is different. This this version, she almost looks like more Mediterranean, almost almost like Spanish, Italian, or, or 
And here she looks more like Irish or <laughs> Well she is they, they are Albanian, right? They're from Albania. I, I think so. But, uh, but you you see what what happens here is especially when you have kids mm-hmm. you try to emulate your parents so more more or less more likely right. when their kids are growing up they're going to want to do the surgeries right and, and perhaps their their mother did a lot of surgery and obviously the father did surgery so and again, I'm not against them doing surgery. I mean, I have a family That's all member on you. that does um, plastic surgery. I mean, he's a family member, and you know, he, he's ethical. He's not doing it, you know, because uh, of any malice or anything like that. But at the same time, you know, it's like he's actually a very famous uh, yeah plastic surgeon. He, he he really is, and uh, we should have him on the show. It'll be interesting to hear his take on it because I know he got into it. Mainly to help people that you know ha- are had a severe accident and need some kind of like reconstructive, you know, um, uh, surgery in case you know, like to make them normal or you know, because of you know, there's so many horrific accidents out there, and he's you know that was his motive in, into getting into the field, um, and then turns out that. The money is where the rich people are, and you know you got to do what the he money. He went to. I mean, he was on the Beverly Hills, <laughs> yeah, uh, so. doctor show. But uh, nonetheless, I just think the surgery aspect of this whole thing is is the sinister part because if they were if they were pushing more acceptance, if they were saying, "Listen, they're just people. Let them be." Why is this a conversation? It'll be one thing, but don't. But no, that's not what they're saying. They're saying not only are there people, but they should have the surgery, and parents should be uh, uh, pushing their kids to get the surgery. And they're saying all these things like, like, I I, I don't get why they want this. And I, I have a couple of uh, clips to leave. Before this. you go to the clips, I just want to tell our audience: if you want to chime in, and we would love it if mm-hmm. you chimed in. What do you say about this conversation? And if, and be free. If you you could tell us if you want us to you know to broadcast your opinion or not. But we would like to know what's your opinion, right? You know, because we we do this show and we want to know what our audience is thinking. That's right. And we don't we, we don't want to be in a vacuum here. We don't we know that there's a little bit of bias because. Obviously, you're my father, right? So, I mean, we kind of have, although we do diverge on on opinions, uh, we do have a shared, obviously, a shared uh, uh, disagreeing with each other. (laughs) Well, we have a shared uh, mindset with with a lot of things. So we don't know what our audience really thinks because our mindset is basically formed around. And we, let me tell you something. Our environment. We debate each other all the time. We do. We, we had a heated debate yesterday. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, I don't know if it was a debate. I think it was just a matter of like understanding, understanding. mechanics and the and semantics. And who won that argument actually? I think it was a tie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh uh the judges number one the uh, judges the fight thirty nine thirty eight <laughs> the, the judge number two judges it the thirty nine thirty eight <laughs> for and the other one judges it thirty eight thirty nine 
for, for a draw. draw. <laughs> we'll discuss that later on on the podcast. Yeah. So um, that being said, so uh, going again back to the transgender thing. So I got this clip here. This is from the Boston Children's Hospital. Um, they have this video out there. Again, there's a profit incentive here. They're they're trying to normalize this. I mean, they're opening up wings in the hospital. When the hospital does something like that, that signals to me, like when more and more hospitals are doing things like that, this signals to me, because hospitals are for-profit institutions and they're looking for money coming in and they're like, hmm, this is a, a, a money on the table and they're opening up these massive wings for these transgender community and just for profit um, incentive, it's not uh, uh, life saving treatment. It's not for uh, something that's going to help the masses because again, transgender are a small uh, minority of a of a population. You know, they're a very small minority. Not everybody's transgender. So why open up a gigantic wing, or you know, of uh, in a hospital? I think it's just. There's a profit incentive, and they think the reason they do that is because these transgender people, they they earn they 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 earn the hospital a lot of money for all well, the different these, things uh, that trans- they do. Transition surgeries are not cheap. Exactly. So check out this video and tell me what you think. <clears throat> you know that they are transgender from the moment that they have any ability to express themselves, and parents will often tell us this. We have parents who tell us that their kids, they knew from the minute they were born practically, and actions like refusing to get a haircut or standing to urinate, trying to stand to urinate, refusing to stand to urinate, trying on siblings' clothing, uh, playing with the, quote, opposite gender toys, things like that. They knew this from the time that they were born, literally from then they are born. They knew they were in the wrong body when they couldn't speak and they were pooping in their diaper. And when they, like before even the stump of the umbilical cord had fallen off, we knew that this little boy was a little girl. This that, is a uh, Ben Shapiro show. Mm. Um, I, this is the only surviving uh, clip of it because they really tried uh, hard to uh, uh, shut this clip down. But Boston, uh, the the Boston Children's Hospital Center or the Children's Hospital Center of Boston, um, they have posted uh, put this video out um, telling ki- parents that you know you can tell that your kid's transgender from very young but let's let's uh see what else that they have in store but these parents know this is according to boston children's hospital and they and and they, they had to be affirmed in that gender it was really really important if you note this by the way this makes you the bad guy you're not supposed to notice this which is why you have a piece from the awful reporters brandy zandrosny and phil mccausland over at nbc news quote boston children's hospital warns employees over far right online harassment campaign no you, no wow i mean no one no one should wonder about what Boston Children's Hospital is doing in mutilating children. I mean, no, no one should ask questions about that. This makes you a, akin to a terrorist, effectively speaking. According to NBC News, Boston Children's I'll Hospital has warned clip, employees but... about mounting threats and is coordinating with law enforcement after far-right acts. Well, it looks like this, this clip does, uh, it's hard to find. He only posted a little piece of that clip. Uh, I had another one here where he says it's for profit. This whole movement. Well, well it's like a, a little commercial that they were doing for this thing. They were doing um, a little commercial for their trans for their transgender uh, surgery surgery for kids and like how to identify your kid 
as transgender and you know instructing parents on when to bring them to to the hospital. You know what this reminds me of, by the way. Mm. Um, it was a common custom in in the Victorian era, mm-hmm. even as far as the the late 1800s and early 1900s that families with, um, with their children, if you had a boy, right, Mm. you would dress them up as they were, you know, in their toddler all the way up until like, I would imagine when the, the boy started to say, I don't want to wear this anymore. Mm-hmm. The parents would dress them in more feminine like really attire. Hmm. Google that. All right, one second. Victorians dressed their kids their their male kids as women. And you see lots of pictures where you can't tell if this is a little boy or is it a little girl. But that was their custom. But somewhere down the line, the boy started saying, "Like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point. I want to look like a boy." <laughs> okay. So let's see here. And I believe it was during the Victorian times. I'm not sure. <clears throat> so it says breaching boys. Breaching was the occasion when a small boy was first dressed in breeches or trousers from. Uh, mid-16th century until the late 19th century or early 20th century, young boys in Western world were unbreached and wore gowns or dresses until an age that varied between two and eight. Ah, you see? Various forms of relatively subtle differences usually enabled others to tell little boys from little girls. In codes that modern art historians are able to understand, but may be difficult for the lay person to discern. Breaching was an important rite of passage in the life of a boy, looked forward to uh, with much excitement and often celebrated with a small party. It often marked the point at which the father became more involved with raising of a boy. Interesting. Look at them here. Yeah, that's why you see like you see old pictures of like you know, famous uh, um, personalities of that time, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. You see their, their 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 young pictures, you know, when they're younger. Mm-hmm. They're, like, dressed like little girls. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, custom. You see, like, dressing, again, is to me is, is one thing. It's the surgery aspect that gets the to me. The surgery. No, the reason I say that is... Because this woman is saying that some babies know upon birth, right, that, that they're transgender. That they're transgender, that's, and, that, I, and that's I, ridiculous. I don't think that's accurate. No, I don't think that's accurate. I think either. you find that out, you know, later in life as you begin to mature, and you and you, you know, you feel like, why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. And that was the, the 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 tragedy, you know, back then because then you had to be in the closet 
you were suffering, mm-hmm. which is, I think, one of the positive of movements, you know, where you can come out and not be inside the closet and be accepted. You know, uh, there were times if you came out, even your life was in danger. Mm. And in some places now, your life is in danger. There's parts of Africa that they will kill you. I'm sure they will. And that's a tragedy. Yeah, and and again, if this whole movement was about acceptance and about inclusivity and, you know, not being, uh, you know, prejudiced or, or mean to transgender, but look at them as, you know, an equal person in our society, that's one thing. But to, you know, start instructing parents want to look out for when your kid's transgender and start and pushing this. This surgery and this transition to a surgical, which cannot be undone. So let's say the kid changes their mind and now they feel like a woman again or, you know, a male again. Their organs are not going to work. And that services the the whole um, narrative of the unseen hand because they're trying to get us down to a population, to a manageable population What's the best way to do it to stop the reproductive uh, system to, so that way we don't multiply? What's the best way to do that to get us to believe that we want this, right? And then we go out and we want this, we take it, and then we realize, why am I wanting this? Which has happened. There was um uh, this woman, uh, actually, I don't know if I showed this on the cast. Uh, let me look this up real quick, but... Um, there was this woman well, again. The oracle, our oracle. Mm-hmm. Her her words ring true. When you cannot understand something, the root almost ninety nine point nine percent is money. Mm-hmm. So and that's that's also uh, one of the things that I've learned about journalism is you know. Following the money is the way to, uh, to use good journalism. That's the way you find the source of a lot of the truth. You got to just follow the money. Follow the money. Because um, everybody's in, you know, there's a lot of things that happen. You're like, why? Why we cannot get rid of this drug problem? Why is fentanyl just continuously penetrating our society? Money. There's money to be made. Right. Right. Of course. And that's what it is. And that's why I have, that's my gripe with this whole uh, surgery aspect. Um, But I was looking for, uh, let me see, uh, something that I had here. Um, I didn't have it saved, unfortunately, but I I do, I should have it marked. on how they're trying to uh, basically allow kids um, that want to be transgender, right? If their parents uh, don't, you know, like, no, you're not getting the surgery. The parents say, no, you're not getting the surgery. The kids can actually call Child Protective Services and, you know, have them... Have have the surgery done anyway. 
even though they're not in a, they're not of a, uh, they're right. not uh, um, at an age where they can make such dire decisions. Exactly. So you you're not allowed to drink at twenty one. I'm be below twenty one. Right. You cannot smoke cigarettes if you're not of a certain age. You cannot smoke marijuana. You cannot drink alcohol. If you're not of a certain age, but yeah, you can uh, amputate your organs. <laughs> that doesn't, it just yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's it, it's wild without parental parental uh, permission. Yeah, this is crazy, and that's another problem that's happening all throughout the world now, where. Counselors are secretly counseling our kids and actually convincing them that they might be another gender mm. and not informing the <laughs> the parents about it. And that is wrong. Right. So now the school is like butting in how we raise our child, but now they're butting in in what, gender your child really is which is which is mind-boggling in 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 my opinion yeah i mean uh it, it it's wild i i can't believe that this is you know something of a of a topic that is going on these days um i can't believe that this is laws that they're trying and again this is uh let me, i'm trying to look up this thing that is really tough um, uh it's not bringing it up for me. Maybe if I just search it, because it was in uh, one of my, uh, it's in my history. It should be in my history, but unfortunately, I can't seem to find it. Um, and what was this the dealing with? Like, what, what what is it that you're looking for? So it was this uh, a woman um, who had transgendered, uh, or rather had uh, transitioned to a man and then went back to woman. And she was warning about um, the the, the dangers, the of, dangers the of, of the surgery. Yeah. Let's see what we can find as we troll the internet. The all-knowing. I mean, you could ask Chat GPT. Yeah, I could. Um, but in any case, like the reason I'm bringing this up is because there's a a, a report here. Um, from our favorite reporter, Mr. Greg Reese. And um, this is what I'm worried about here. Uh, I'll play this as I'm looking for the other clip here. Um, this is this is an interesting report from the UN. The Washington State Senate just passed Senate Bill... 5599, allowing the state to hide children from their parents. No allegation of abuse is required, just the child's delusional desire to change the gender of their own body. The bill compels state licensed youth shelters to act as accomplices in castrating children without their parents' knowledge and allocates over $7 million to pay for the surgical and pharmaceutical castrations. According to this new law, if a child shows up at a youth shelter in Washington state 
and expresses the desire to change the gender of their body, claiming that their parents are against it, then the youth shelter is legally obligated to not notify the parents of the child's location, but rather to funnel that child into the destructive and horrific world of transgenderism, paid for by the state of Washington with taxpayer dollars. And it's not limited to Washington residences. Any young, confused, runaway child can now make their way to Washington to get castrated by the government without their parents ever being notified. The agenda to destroy Christian culture and the family was further demonstrated last month when scores of UN judges published the eight March principles for a human rights-based approach to criminal law proscribing conduct associated with sex, reproduction, drug use, HIV, homelessness, and poverty. The document states that these principles should be of immediate relevance to legislators, judges, and prosecutors at all levels. These principles include the right to abortion and transgender surgeries. They recommend the legalization of prostitution and all drug use. But the real offense is buried at the end of Principle 16, Consensual Sexual Conduct where it states that sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual in fact, if not in law. In this context, the enforcement of criminal law should reflect the rights and capacity of persons under 18 years of age to make decisions about engaging in consensual sexual conduct and their right to be heard in matters concerning them. So, did you hear this? Like, what what in the world are they saying here? Yeah, that's... It says sexual conduct involving persons below domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual in fact, if not in law. In That's this, crazy. In this context, the enforcement of criminal law should reflect the rights and capacity of persons under age, under 18 years of age, to make decisions about engaging in consensual sexual conduct and their right to be heard in matters concerning them. What are they saying? They're saying that minors can consent to sex? With due regard to their age, maturity, and best interests, and with specific attention to non-discrimination guarantees. It's crazy, but I I pulled up something over here about Karina Khan. You've heard of her? Karina Khan? No. Karina Khan, I'll give you a little reading over here. A transgender woman who had sex reassignment surgery as a teenager is warning those considering a similar operation to explore the world inhabiting their body as it is before permanently altering it yeah i think i have i have the the report that i was looking for as well in a monday opt for the washington post headline what i wish i'd known when i was 19 and had sex, re, uh, had sex reassignment surgery, software developer Karina Khan 
expressed regret over her transition from being a man to a woman, explaining she wasn't old enough to make such a drastic decision and that it committed her to a lifetime apart from her peers. And she goes on to state, when I was 19, I had surgery for sex reassignment or what is now called gender of affirmation surgery, Khan wrote. It terms, in terms of my priorities and interests today, that younger incarnation of myself might as well have been a different person, yet that was the person who committed me into a lifetime set apart from my peers. So I guess she's not happy with her. No. It's it's wild and and they're pushing this upon kids. So let's let's uh, let uh, Greg Reese finish this out here because it's unbelievable that they're pushing this and Washington State is being the first one to to push this forward and they passed they passed it. Crazy, yeah. So I I I I don't know what world are we in. For this was perhaps best summarized by communist Marxist Vladimir Lenin when he said, give me four years to teach the children and the seed I have sown will never be uprooted. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. I guess that was the end of the report there. So Yeah, it's it's he says Vladimir, uh, Vladimir Lenin, but this is a tactic... Not in the sense of the transgender movement, but this is a tactic that even Hitler, um, right? Exactly. He, that's my that's my worry of it because the tactic is is not get them while they're young, right? Convince them of a certain agenda, and they will follow, right? You understand? So, so uh, this whole transgender thing. There's more to the story, and it's uh, it's freaky. It's freaky. It's freaking me out. I don't know about you, but it definitely freaks me out. It, it freaks me out for many things because, you know, I was all for it when it was a thing of uh, acceptance. Same. And equality. But when it starts pushing up on our youth and, you know, you're trying to push certain agendas to our youth and you know i hate to say this but they're they're kind of using this as a political football that's exactly what they're using it's a it's become a political thing as opposed to yeah really helping. and uh it's not it's it's like in a, a movement that you know they they're they're using for, you know, t how do I say this? Like, to their advantage. Right, to their advantage. That's exactly right. So I have another report here. I think, I don't know if this is Karina Khan, but this is another person of the similar situation. So this is the woman I was talking about. Uh, and with this, we got to do, like, uh, our boy says, what's his name? Uh, wrap that shit up. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do. Uh, let's see. Um, he was here a couple what of the weeks hell? ago. Yo, the sign is real simple, B. It says wrap it up. <laughs> wrap that shit up, B. I don't think that's a good idea. 
Man, you want some too? You better wrap it up. <laughs> What's his name again? Uh, that this one is Dave Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Dave Chappelle is the guy who I thought it was um the I forgot what's his name. Um the little guy. Yeah. I forgot what's his name. Um what's wrong? Yo, I need brain boost. <laughs> what did you take? Uh I brain multivitamin. Boost. No, I took everything else, but the brain boost is finished on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to reorder the brain boost. <laughs> well, it's on the way. Um, so no, no, we can't let this go. We got to find out the name of this comedian on online. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Ke- Christ. Oh, sake. Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Wrap that shit up, but, B. But that's not uh, Kevin Hart. No, that's not. I thought no. that was Kevin Hart. No, that's not Kevin Hart. Who is it? Uh I'll, I'll play the clip here. Hold on. I thought it was Kevin Hart. No, it sounds like him. No, that's not Kevin Hart at all. Uh, I'll play it here. Let me find it. That's a that's a clip from Dave Chappelle. Oh snap! I thought that for sure. I thought that was Kevin Hart. No, no. It sounds a lot like him. <laughs> no, it's uh. You'll see. I think it's like uh. I don't think Kevin Hart was ever on the Chappelle show. Uh no, I don't think so either. Uh, here we go. Uh, With the wrap it up box, things will come to an end at. You better wrap that gavel up, B. Oh, it's not Kevin Hart at all. You see? Wrap that shit up, B. I don't think that's a good idea. Man, you want some too? You better wrap it up. You wrap that <laughs> you see, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what his name is. I'll be damned. <laughs> That's why radio's theater of the mind. Because yeah. I never thought it was this guy. So, um, yeah, we definitely got to wrap up this topic. But uh, I just want to leave you with this uh, uh, this little clip here because i think what she has to say is very interesting and and um, then after this we go into a break yes washington parental consent for gender surgeries could become a thing of the past the state is considering a bill to waive the requirement for teens that run away from home and are in shelters or the foster care system detransitioner ollie london testified before the washington state senate he called the measure a move that will put already vulnerable teens at risk london who was born a male underwent 32 surgeries in an attempt to look like a Korean woman. Last year, he converted to Christianity, stopped the surgeries, and told the world his story. And back with us tonight in our studio is social media influencer and detransitioner, Ollie London. Ollie, great to have you with us today. We appreciate it. Thank you. It's really great to be back in Washington and to be with you, Tracy. Uh, we, we are so grateful. So let's talk uh, about this bill in Washington State. Mm. You spoke out against it. Mm-hmm. So I testified against um, Senate Bill SB 5599, which already adds to laws in Washington that um, make it easy for kids to transition. But this particular law was so shocking because it actually targets children in the foster system, children that have run away from home, homeless teens that, um, you know, 
have been separated from their parents. The bill is trying to say that all of these kids are from abusive families, which is simply not the case. I've actually spoken with parents in Washington State that you know, have been trying to love their child, trying to help them, but they didn't want them to go on hormones and puberty blockers. And the state then takes these children away, says, says that they're in abusive households, puts them into the care system, and then uh, has added a new um, uh, clause to this bill, basically saying that the child can have um, access to gender-affirming care, even if they're 15, 14 years old, um, and they can be medically transitioned, um, and their parents will not even be informed. It's unbelievable. And I know the advocates... So that, that right there is... is I mean... That uh, how do you how do you combat this as a parent? Like, what do you do? I mean, from what it seems like, the parents got their hands tied at this point, <sighs> and the more legislation, uh, well, I'm not gonna to parents, I'm not gonna give into this. I'm not gonna let my kids get, get well sucked it's, into it, this propaganda uh, political know, football nonsense. It's a famous, uh, um saying that Mr. Joe Madison has uh, has coined is what you're going to do about it. What are you going to do about it? Anything I could do, whatever I can do. Okay, so you got to start off at the very bottom, contact your local legislators and say, look, you know, I, I'm not agreeing with this movement. I mean, it's already in this state. And for people that don't that don't know, there's a very cool app called the Five Calls app, and you go on there, you put on your zip, and you can find out all your local legislators and voice your opinion. Start off at the very bottom. Mm. Everybody can do something, you know. Even though the globalists, they don't really care what you think, and they'll they'll if there's an agenda. Uh, they will push it forward. Right. But if us as a collective, you know, a push against that, you know, maybe we could slow it down to a point that they could stop it. But everybody can do something. Yeah, I'm hoping. I mean, I did something when I was raising mine. They wanted to put my kids, you know, one of my kids on Adderall. Another one, they wanted her to get beat up not say nothing about it i stood up you know i i didn't stay you know with my mouth shut oh so now my kids can get beat up and they they're not allowed to like defend themselves <laughs> get out of here i i retaliated and you know my daughter didn't get expelled because they wanted to expel her because she stood up and defended herself wow so these are the things that you have to, uh, you know, take part. That's why being part of the PTA is very important. And when you got kids in school, you know, I regrettably didn't join because I was my life was so busy. I was just trying to provide. But if you can join the PTA and see what you're, they're teaching your kids and their curriculum. Yeah, I mean, now more than ever, if you're looking, you got to look into your kid's education now more than ever. Oh, absolutely, especially when they want to get rid of books. And and it's not something that, you know, the education system is not what we left it, you know. It, it's not, we can't look back on what our experience was and think, oh, well, it was safe for us. 
Well, no, it's not. It's a new world. Yeah. It's a new world. Definitely. A so. brave <laughs> new world. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's the whole transgender. Uh, I'm glad you brought it up so we can clear some of these stories out, but unbelievable. Yes, it's it's the new thing. Yeah. So with that, you hear the bell, and it's time for a break. accidentally killed a family of four. We all know these things happen. You need to get out of jail to beat the shit out of your old lady for getting you into this mess in the first place. But you need money for bail. That's where we come in. At Jay's Bail Bonds. We're your new friend. We're here in your time of need. But skip town on us and we'll hunt you down like the vermin you are. You may be in a lot of trouble with the law, but now you're in debt to an angry, unregulated lunatic who will be happy to take a shit on the Constitution to get their money back. Contact Jay's Bail Bonds today. I'm a brainless sales associate who gets by because I've got a great rack. With Winget software, my presentations are 99% fluff and no substance. Nothing says success in the business world like a slideshow. Nothing says, I know what I'm talking about, than the ability to break down a complex idea into three simple points per slide. Order a copy of Wing It today. Wing It presentation software. A 720-degree revolution in business practice every day since 1997. It's a revolution. Prepare to be revolted. (laughs) So this uh, episode is brought to you by the Paramin Vitamins. And you can get the Paramin Vitamins at theparamid.com. And this particular segment is brought to you by Optimal. Our Optimal supplement is our multivitamin. And uh, multivitamins are by far the most uh, popular type of supplement that people take on a daily basis. Gummy vitamins make getting complete nutrition even easier because they're tasty and convenient to take. The natural strawberry-flavored gummies contain a complete range of nutrients that supplement the modern diet and boost health. So try it today. Go to theparamid.com. And uh, I have a little something here for you, Mr. Ernesto. Check this video out. Tell me what you think for our little break segment. Uh, Let me just uh, share the screen here. And uh, for those of you who are listening, don't get any ideas. <laughs> just make sure, okay. And here we go. Uh, do you mind if I just paint the front? Sure. Okay, cool. Oh, she fell for it, dude. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Yes. Would you mind being a video? No, that'd be fine. All right, so uh, pick a number between one and ten. Let's say seven. Seven? Well, it's your lucky day. You just want brand new AirPod Pros. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why? You won. Nothing. You won. How come? You win. Have a good one. Have a good one. Thank you. <laughs> That's cold <laughs> bloody. Uh, uh, 
That's messed up. You won. Oh, no. Oh, man. No, no, he didn't. (laughs) He didn't. Oh, man, that's great. So, um... Any uh, Ascanestos this week? So, this week, um, I did have one, but unfortunately... uh, I didn't save it, so I I, I don't have it uh, ready. You to, didn't what? I didn't save it, unfortunately. So give that, yourself a that. That'll give myself a. Well, yeah, that pow 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 pow. Shame. <laughs> shame, shame, shame. Well, it's been a very busy week for me, but shame. um, I have something here for you. So, did you hear about um, uh? The, this guy, let me see if I can, uh, uh, let me see if I pull this up real quick. <clears throat> um, uh, let's see. Once I pull this up, you're going to know who this person, uh, let me see if, I think you're going to know the, the, the name of the person right away, but let me pull this up here. You know, definitely know this song. Let me see if you know this. The Fugees. Yes, that's right. One of my favorite groups of the 90s. Here I come. Listen to this real quick. So, something happened to this guy. Um, oh, I heard he, this guy, he did some like espionage shit, right? <laughs> yeah. How did so, he get himself involved so in that? The song that he's famous for, was it meant for him? <laughs> Play it again. Play it again. Oh, man. Wait a minute, you gotta let her play a little bit longer. Hold on. Escape, sleep, walk, awake. Those who correlate know the world they kick. Jail bars ain't golden gates. Those who fake, they break. When they meet their 400 pound mate, if I could rule the world, everyone would have a gun in the ghetto, of course. When get the up and on their horse. I love me some Fuji's, boy. (laughs) Well, that album was like spectacular, especially the Roberta Flack. Mm. Um, remix that she did. Yeah, right. Oh man! So this guy, his name is uh, Proz, the rapper on mm-hmm. this. Um, he he got busted for your, doing some espionage, uh, type of work. I mean, I think uh, what really happened is that um, 
he somehow was uh got in contact with like uh some official in China. I have a report here. It's going to explain it, but I think he had um some contact with some uh person in China who was like doing um trying to influence the election and uh he was like um influence the election here in the United States or where? Yeah, here in the United States. So like he uh he paid this guy uh 20 million dollars, I believe. Uh, Pros, he paid Pros twenty million dollars to get him a photo with Barack Obama, and uh, one of the things that uh, Pros ended up doing was uh, he paid Pros or whoever person in China, right? The the Chinese person paid Pros twenty million dollars to get him a photo to get him a photo with Obama. Him and Obama together. Right. And Praz, being clever, he's like, I don't even think he knew Obama, but he's like, fuck, you're going to give me $20 million. I'll make it work. Was he, and this guy most likely was part of the CCP? Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll play this report here, but this is pretty interesting. And supposedly this is how he was funding his lifestyle 20 years after the, the, the Fugees. Fugees. Yeah, gotten popular. Because now they're not, you're not. Hitting the same, you're not doing numbers, you're right? Before. Exactly. So, uh, this is uh, kind of interesting, and he, uh, he explains how you see how money gets you into trouble. <laughs> yeah. My god, so check this out, it's unbelievable. But, uh, here you go. So, what does prize have coming up next? I mean, you know, I'm still doing my thing, pol- politically speaking. Still working on music with some artists, just creating, you know, that's something fun to do. And just living my life, man. Just every day, I thank the wonderful God for giving me the life that I have, man. I, I can't even, life is, God is great, man, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, and that's basically it. You know, obviously I'm working on obviously um different business ventures, some some tech stuff, working on this thing called Voted Lao. It's basically a multicultural medium to bring everyone who's who who are multicultural in the media, bring them together to put out more of our stories from a positive life to also encourage people to vote. You know, trying to educate them the importance of voting. And and, and also a lot of people don't realize this. See, when you talk about voting, people like to always think about the general election. You know, that's the federal level. You're actually going to have more impact on your local level. That's what really affects you. Federal don't really affect you as much, right, because it's the whole country. The local is what affects you where you live. If you don't like the I way agree. certain things are, you right. got to vote that's local. That's what I was just nah, talking about. Yeah. It's like going up the mountains with that one, but... That's that's really, you know, um, what I try to educate a lot of people, minorities, you know. So these are kind of like the things that I'm working on, movie stuff, documentaries. My whole plate is crazy. So how do you go but from at the here same to time, I'm enjoying espionage. this wonderful life. So this is how he supposedly is uh, saying to the world how he's making his money. Mm-hmm. But in reality, he's getting his money from China. But do you have a report on that? Yeah, so here we go. Um, 
Uh, I'll bring this one. But I just wanted to bring up this report because I wanted you to hear it from him, like how he was supposedly saying out to the world how he was making his money as a as a uh, ex rapper. You know, because people were asking questions. People were like, "Hmm, this guy hasn't made a hit in a while. Like, what? How does he making such such money? Like, how is he doing it?" And all the other rappers that are like really struggling to make the same amount. I mean, but this guy has some smash <laughs> hits. Well, yeah, but even He's then, gotta be making some good royalties off his off his music. Yeah, but royalties. Is not gonna pay everything that he was, you know, private jets and all that other stuff. Like this guy was balling, you know. So, but they were bad. they. I can imagine I, I, they made some good money. Well, yeah, but uh, again, uh, well, here, uh, you want to hear uh, Fifty Cent's reaction to uh, to to this because fifty fifty cent was is somebody prominent. You would think he makes a good amount of money, right? Mm-hmm. So this is his reaction to it. Uh, just give me one second. Foreman, while taking the stand in his federal conspiracy. Uh, let's see. So fifty cent recently aired out pros from the Fugees for being an FBI informant. I'm Asia Sky for Hip Hop DX, and get this. 50 Cent has reacted to Fuji's member Pross Michelle admitting that he was an FBI informant while taking the stand in his federal conspiracy trial. Pross, who is facing 22 years behind bars on charges of conspiracy and falsifying records, revealed earlier this month that he was indeed an unofficial FBI informant regarding China's efforts to extradite Chinese billionaire Joe Wingu. The bombshell confession came while Pross was discussing his relationship with Malaysian financier Joe Lowe, who is currently still on the run from authorities. The G-Unit boss isn't one to mince his words and blasted Pross on Instagram. On Joe Lowe. <laughs> You know he chose that name. <laughs> Joe Low. Monday, April 24th, while claiming he knew the New Jersey bred artist was an informant all along. In his scathing post, 50 wrote, I knew this fool was a rat. I'm glad I never with this guy. Prosecutors allege that Pross was paid hundreds of millions of embezzled Malaysian dollars in exchange for running a foreign influence campaign against the US Hundreds government. of millions of Malaysian dollars. Holy smokes. Yeah. Go back and see. Oh, so he was quick. dealing with Malaysian money, Malaysian not Chinese CCP money. Yeah, I guess. Prosecutors allege that Pross was paid hundreds of millions of embezzled Malaysian dollars in exchange for running a foreign influence campaign against the U.S. government. Although Pross denied working with China, he said he voluntarily met with FBI agents on multiple occasions to discuss him and three Americans being held hostage in China. Elsewhere in the testimony, Pross revealed that he served as a celebrity surrogate for Lowe and that Lowe paid him $20 million to help him get a photo with Barack Obama in 2012. Pross insisted that he oh, never made any I political see. donations on Lowe's behalf, however, saying he used his own money and always ran things by his lawyers and accountants to ensure that everything he did was on the level. The Fuji star is also accused of trying to convince the Donald Trump administration to stop investigating Lowe and the 1MDB Sovereign Wealth Fund. So what are your thoughts on all of the things that Pro- So not only did he did he accept twenty million dollars from this guy, right? To get him a photo with Obama, but he was getting millions of dollars in Malaysian money as well. And he was like there's their celebrity um uh connection. Like he was using Pras to like talk to this celebrity. Right, right. To, and I think um uh, what's his name? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio got uh, 
uh, scooped up into this. Really? Yeah, let me see. Uh, Leonardo. I think this is happening more often than not. Yeah. Oh, I, wow. We're on our second hour. I have the ABC uh, news here. Okay. Just hold that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold that thought. <laughs> um, Nicole, I know you're watching. Um, I'm switching over now to Instagram. You could watch us live through the pyramid.com. Come aboard. Join our sub stack. You will love it's for free. You can still be a bubble longer. <laughs> Join our sub stack and you'll get all our podcasts via email. And it's all for free. Or you can hop aboard. on. I mean, we're live. We're transmitting live from Facebook. If she goes to Facebook, what where, where does she tap in? Uh, to just type, go to your page and there there we will be. And or if she was looking to find another way to find us. And what just, about on Instagram? Instagram, it's paranormal.experience. Uh, Nicole, you can go to paranormal.experience or just switch over to the Instagram uh, feed and you're going to see me the same way you're seeing me here. But uh, you'll get all the bells and whistles if she goes to Instagram and goes to what? Oh, well, uh, the pyramid, isn't it? That we're, uh, the where you uh, stream from is the pyramid. Oh, you linked it. No, that's what I'm saying. Like our our stream is not uh, available on uh, Instagram right now. The live stream, unless what you're gonna switch. Oh, over I thought to we now. were. In, um, no, no, we're we're live on Twitter. We're live on Twitch. We're live on um on our uh, Substack, and we're also live on Facebook. Okay, so. If you want to see me on Instagram, I'm switching over to Instagram, and that would be the pyramid. And you can see me on Instagram, or you can go to Twitch, or you can go to, again, theparamid.com and go to our live feed, and you can see all the bells and whistles that Pablo's doing behind the scenes. So here we go. We're switching over to Insta. Right. So, uh, again, uh, with this whole thing, so... Surprise, surprise, China is involved more heavy-handedly in our um, celebrities. You know, they're being, they're being manipulating people to get them closer into the lifestyle of the celebrities. To do what? I don't know. But it seems like espionage to me when you're doing things that are trying to get closer to celebrities, perhaps, you know, sway their opinion perhaps get them to endorse something or not endorse something or, you know, pay them some, uh, a lump sum of money to just meet the, the, the president. Oh, of the I can States. imagine the, the stuff that these people in China with their money can mm. get celebrities to do. So I'm trying to see what, uh, the testimony is from, uh, Mr. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in this case, I have something here from NBC or, uh, yeah, NBC here. So let's see what what uh, his uh, testimony is, Mr. DiCaprio. Um, one second here, is it loading up? Actor Leonardo DiCaprio took the witness stand yesterday in the trial of former Fuji's member Pross Michel. The rap artist is accused of accepting illegal payments from a fugitive Malaysian billionaire 
In a plot to, uh, to buy influence with the Obama and Trump administrations, DiCaprio testified that the billionaire, Joe Lowe, bankrolled his 2013 hit movie, The Wolf of Wall Street. He said that his team thoroughly wow. vetted Lowe and determined so, that he was can you a believe that? legitimate businessman. That movie wow. was bankrolled by some, some uh, fugitive. A fugitive is what he is. Wow, wow. Mr. Wow. Joe Lowe. Is a refu is a fugitive from Malaysia or China or something like that? He bankrolled the Wolf, the Wolf of, of Wall, Wall Street? Street. Yeah. Yo, there's a truckload of dirty money going through Hollywood. Oh, yeah. That he was a legitimate businessman. DiCaprio himself is not accused of any wrongdoing. Hey, thanks. Businessman. DiCaprio himself is not teen hit movie, The Wolf of Wall Street. He said that testified that the billionaire, Joe Lowe, bankrolled his 2013 hit movie, The Wolf of Wall Street. He said that his team thoroughly vetted Lowe and determined that he was a legitimate businessman. DiCaprio himself is not accused of any wrongdoing. Hey, thanks for watching. <laughs> wow. So they vetted him and they, they, they vetted him. Apparently, and they deemed that he was. Yeah, a they vetted him. Let's see if, <laughs> how much cash we can get out of this guy. Yeah, yeah they vetted him all right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this the, the prongs of this uh, of the um, Chinese uh, Communist Party is is Yo, uh, their tentacles are everywhere. Yeah, and actually I have this thing I'm I'm going to look this up real quick because there's this map that you need to see it's very concerning. Um it's the global uh trade map. Um uh Let's see. Uh, let's see the uh, the pattern of the from the '90s to now. It's unbelievable. Hold on, I'm gonna show you right now. <clears throat> and uh, one of the things I was uh, because I'm an avid listener of the Pyramid Podcast. I listen to it every day religiously. Uh, after the cast, I listen to it to see for. Um, you know, any errors, how we can mm -hmm. improve and so on. Uh, it's a habit I've gotten into from football. You know, it's, uh, it's called the skull session. You go in, you see how you did the, the in the game uh, the night before. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things I've noticed is that we do, from time to time, have moments of uh, dead air. And uh, one of the things I would like to do is have a little clip handy for for those moments where I'm searching or whatever, we're like preoccupied in the middle of searching a, a topic, right? Um, because one of the things I've noticed, because it happens, like you're listening to something and the signal cuts out and there's a dead space, and you know you might think that the signal's cutting out, but in reality, it's just that we're looking for something, you know. So, um, uh, let me see, I got this thing here. Something that I'm gonna I'm gonna work on for sure. So there's this global trade map here um, from '90s till now, and it's pretty wild. I'm gonna find this real quick. <clears throat> Let's see. Here we go. <clears throat> Uh, 
All right, here we go. So this is uh, international trade in the 90s and beyond. Um, and then it goes, let me see, it should go, let's see. In Mexico. Suddenly. No, no, this is not it. This is not the. While you're looking for that, I just want to tell everybody, don't forget to go to the pyramid.com and get what I what you're seeing me drink, right, along that I have my own personalized Ernesto Morado cup with our logo, which I love. You know, thank you to our verdugas, um, our wives. Mm. Um, but inside this, we're drinking this fungi coffee. You know, it's our brand. Eastern, eight percent. Oh, sorry, it's our brand of coffee. God damn, Jimmy, this some serious gourmet shit. Absolutely, <laughs> it's delicious coffee infused with with uh, mushrooms. It's delicious. Drink it every day. So for you coffee drinkers that like the buzz that caffeine gives you, this gives you the added benefit of having mushrooms that are good for you. And this is what you see me drinking. You can get this again at theparamid.com. Go to our coffee company, Fungi Coffee Co., and order yourself a bag and become a verdugo. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I mean, I had the video... Uh loaded up here but it doesn't seem like it was the one that i uh was looking for um but uh this video if i can if i can pull it up real quick um basically it shows the global trade on if i can't find the video i'm just gonna uh show the chart but hopefully the the video is here it's a little chart that explains what's been going on in the trade and it's pretty it's pretty menacing to look at. Um, you mean on, you mean as far as Wall Street goes? No, no, no. I'm 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 referring to like uh like the import exports of our of our country. Oh, I see, I see. So it's a little um like a trade map. Um let me see. Uh trade diagram. definitely like a it's like a map Let's see if i can find it real quick here on the cast as we do uh live searching here on the cast um and for our brazilian uh viewers because we have a large base of portuguese and brazilian uh bobolongos mm -hmm. obrigado <laughs> obrigado yeah i <sighs> For whatever reason, I'm having a hard time to find it. But the, what it was showing is that, you know, global trade in the 80s and the 90s was a lot of the world was like uh, covered in like the shade of blue and blue meaning that, you know, it was uh, the America's trade. Like we were exporting stuff to America. Mm -hmm. And then from the 90s to the 2000s, you start seeing um uh, china was represented as red you start seeing china's influence start infiltrating from the 2000s all the way up until now and basically like bleeding through right and it basically covers the world it, it's pretty wild like you should you should see that um so what you're saying is in the in the 
80s and early 90s, the world was more inclusive as far as trade goes. Well, what I'm saying is that the world, it's not that they were more inclusive. I think or more participants I in think, the trade world. I think there was um, uh, basically there was the world was mostly trading with us, the U.S., mostly doing business with the U.S. And Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. They were, we were like the primary uh, country that they were using for trade. Right. And then as time went on, the primary country began to be China. Right. Exactly. Ah, okay. Um, I, I wish I could uh, pull this thing up because it was such a great visual. Um, I'm hoping to find it here. But um, no, it doesn't seem like. Uh, let me see. Uh no, it's not. It's not what I found. Uh, it's it's tough because a lot of the things that I find are through uh, these like links that are hard that, that people or like if you look up look them up on Google that they, they go away like pretty damn quickly. Like to find these things again, they go away pretty damn quickly. Like once I found out about it, I was able to find them one, two, three. But um, now it's like. It's hard to see. It's hard to find it for whatever reason. Um, but in any case. Well, I got something here for more than 30 years of U.S. trade with China in one chart. Let's see what I get over here. This is from the World Economic Forum. More than 30 years of U.S. trade with China in one chart. I don't see the chart here. Whoa. I think this might be it. Yeah. You go from. Holy smokes. You seeing it? Yeah. It goes from. In 1990. How how did you find it? What is it under? If you go. I, I put in. If you go to the World Economic Forum, I typed in a graph showing trade. If you okay, let me see what I put. Let me see how I a graph showing how trade oh, here, went from USA to this China. This is it. I found it. I found it here. This is exactly what I I was looking for. Um, I don't know if this is what you're looking at here, but I'll, I'll put this up. Is this what you're seeing? Uh, no, I saw a graph. Let me see if I find it again. More, it says, if you go to the World Economic Forum, okay, you you go for more than thirty years of U.S. trade with China in one chart. Oh, okay. So hold on. Uh. And this is just showing 30 years of uh, what? It, more than 30 years of U.S. trade with China in one chart. Okay. Here we go. In one chart. I found it. Now look at that graph. Look at that. 
They go from 85. Hardly trading anything. To the 2000s, they explode. 2010. They're exploding. And then, uh, what is this, 2018. Look at that jump. Now, you see this? Now, check this out. Uh, Let me see if I can blow this up. Yeah. All right. So, on the bottom is 1980. On the right, to 2018. Right? Right. So, you see that most of the world is is pretty blue. You know, you have some uh, light pink. You know, that's like equal. Who's a larger trading partner? Right, so that's like a little. So most bit. of the world is trading with us, right? You see, it's mostly us, and then Russia. They're like equal trading partners between us and the China, which is like sort of a light, light, light magenta. Right. So that means that the United States and China both import stuff. Right. And then again, here in Africa, you start seeing in 1980. They're mostly in Africa. China. Is mostly in Africa and it's uh, in Russia here, and it's a light pink, so meaning that we're also present in these areas as well, right? And as we go along here, now stop, stop, go back a little bit. Nineteen eighty-five. The look, the pink is completely all blue, right? It's so going, we we're more of the of the the trading with the us Cold more. War. Remember the Cold War was going around, so Cold War ends. Right, and then look, blue, blue, and then 95. Now, in 99, right, if you go back right here, to uh, 2000, let's look at 99, let's see, 97. 97, Russia's pretty blue. Most of the world is pretty blue. Look, yeah, they're all trading it, with us. Right, now, and this is 97. So 97, most of the world is trading with us. And then as you go here, 99, now Russia is completely blue. Um, looks like Ukraine around there, Kazakhstan, Ukraine area is trading with China. Um, but for the most part, the world is blue, blue, right? Then you see 2000, it, start, it spreads from China and it's moving and it's moving and it's moving. And now in 2010... Now most of the world is now starting to lean red, as you start seeing here. Right, with the exception of North America. With the exception of North America. And if you keep going, 2011, 2013, 2014, 2016. Now look at 2018. Uh, well, if it would leave it stuck on 2018, no pause let's here. See, let's see, 91, 92, 93. We right. start getting uh, very blue, and then we start to decline. 2003, 6. 2008 is where Obama gets into presidency, right? And boom. This is where most of the uh, world, these are the Obama years right here. Most of the world starts immediately turning red. And then 2016, 2017, and 2018, this is 2018 and 2019 and 2023. Most of these countries now are all red. So where we had supremacy in 97, now China is now, look, they're, they're dominating. They have more of the country than even we do. More of the even globe, in South rather. America, look, all South America. South America. 
And that's where we were getting reports from the Darien Gap that, you know, there's a lot of Chinese people coming through and wonder why. They're a big trading partner here. So, wow, something's going on here. Something is definitely going on. And this one only goes up to 2018. I'm wondering what it looks like now. Well, China's manufacturing everything. Yeah. They're manufacturing everything and everything... In my opinion, less quality. Yeah. Cheaper. Mm-hmm. It doesn't last you as long. No. You know, that, that's their cheaper. whole motive. So, like, China's, like, infiltrating. And um, the United States was shown as blue there. But, you know, we really, most of our stuff is from China. Absolutely. So... I mean, even our own president is a Chinese uh, uh, son was buddy-buddy with a Chinese spy, with a prominent Chinese spy. So, and he was on tape saying so. His best friend, his business partner, (laughs) his best friend and business partner was a Chinese spy. So, I mean, I don't know. This is, uh, China's uh, pushing forward. Uh, forward with this global uh, domination little by little. I mean, it's to the point that we were watching this interview. Um, I forget the guy's name. Mm. The guy with uh, with the long hair. What's his name? He has the uh, beard. Uh, uh, long hair? Yeah, he usually wears like uh, he was on with Lex Friedman. Uh, Busamante, Andrew Busamante? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He says... We start. We sh- we should start learning Chinese. Yeah, that's the strange thing that uh, everyone you know, and then uh, we're not even trading in um in, in dollars in anymore. dollars and well, the, we're we are, but the globe isn't. And the global the 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 world is mostly trading in in the Chinese right money. What do they call it? The the, the yuan or whatever. The yuan, yeah. right? But I think they're also trading in rubles. In rubles, in, in Russian rubles, money. In Russian money. I think uh, Russia and China kind of like made an agreement to do deals in rubles. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. So while that's going on, we're trying to figure out life here in America. And this is something that I bumped into. Um, something I'm very sure nobody... And this is, again... I don't know who, what is this for? Who is this for? I don't know. But there's four hours of uh, this Homeland Security Committee event. Have you seen this? In reference to? So this is a review of the fiscal year of 2024, a budget request for the Department of Homeland Security. I have not seen this. Okay. So this is four-hour video. Right for the Department of Homeland Security Committee, um, and they're doing this like um, you know this deliberation. They want bills. They want certain things passed. They have this guy come on to put on his <laughs> to put uh you know his case and check this out. I think, think this is going well because this is to show how ubiquitous China is, and. I don't know people. I don't know who this is for. 
I mean, this this taking up a lot of space on YouTube, but I mean, these people they I guess they they have these videos up there because you know they're public servants and you know we have to have some kind of access to this. But it's like, who watches this? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see how many this video itself got twenty eight thousand views. I don't know who really watches this, but uh, I'll I'll play this for you. But this is one of these mundane uh, uh hearings like these com- uh these committees where all these uh, senators and politicians oh, they those get them. things are brutal to who watch. watches this <laughs> i've tried how do you how do you be like to be a senator you because i don't know there's a phenomena that happens with me i don't know what it is but in every job that i have i could be fine i could be great you know moving around to you call me into a meeting and it's like you smack me with like a sleeping pill. For whatever reason, meetings get me like, <laughs> like well, <laughs> I have a hard time staying awake in a meeting for whatever reason. It could be whatever company I was working with. I worked with several companies. And whenever I was in a meeting, it was like I was like trying to fight sleep. I was like, you know, trying to stay awake. <laughs> I wasn't even consciously there. I can only imagine these people how they have to f- fight listening to some of these mundane. <laughs> well, for people that like me, right, that enjoy um, thunderstorms, you know, some white noise, ASMR. <laughs> these meetings are perfect. Mm. You will sleep. Like yeah, sleep, sleep. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Play one of these committee meetings, and you'll be like, (laughs) (laughs) "Well, I'm gonna play one for you right now." Uh, Should I get toothpicks? No, (laughs) actually, I found the spot. An hour and fifty five minutes in, but I found the spot that I think will be Mm. that is very interesting, and I think you'll find it entertaining as well. But it's uh, also along with this topic. Has expired. and uh, gentleman yields. Uh, I now recognize Mr. Swalwell <laughs> from California for his five minutes question. Congress, Mr. Secretary, you want to respond? To Can I take twenty seconds yep. to say that we are doing nothing is an absolute falsehood. We are taking it to the cartels. Do I think that nearly fifty-eight thousand fentanyl overdose deaths in twenty twenty are quote unquote justifiable? This department has worked to stop the trafficking of narcotics since its very inception. And we both know very well that the drug problem in this country requires a two-pronged approach to address the supply and to address the demand. And this fight continues, and we are taking it to the cartels in an unprecedented way. And Operation Blue Lotus that we launched in the middle of March is one powerful example of what we are doing to only increase our effort to address this scourge that is killing so many Americans. But to say that we are doing nothing is unequivocally false. As you Secretary, point, you yeah. oversee I disagree. Largest, uh, law enforcement. <laughs> I totally stop it. In America. Uh-huh. I totally disagree. <laughs> you know, I am for Project Trump Wall. Uh. You want to stop these son of a bitches? Build the wall. You build the wall, right? Let me see something. Just just from my curiosity. 
But it's not the it's not the interesting part here. No, I know, I know. But you were <laughs> theater of the mind. Yeah, here. we're winding down this rabbit hole. <laughs> okay, how tall is the Trump wall? Hmm. How tall is a Trump wall? Okay, thirty foot tall, right? Mm-hmm. I say, right? Make the wall thirty foot tall, mm-hmm. right? Up and thirty foot tall down, down. So they don't because uh, they've done that. They've done. They dug a hole in one house here in Mexico. And you just take like a little like tunnel or uh, some kind of like electric vehicle, you bring it from one end of the tunnel to the another end of the tunnel, right into Texas, and then you come out in a house, and you're like, okay, you come out in a house somewhere, and you just walk out. <laughs> so, you want to stop this shit from happening? Trump had the right idea. Mm. You build the wall, and after you build the wall. You got to do like uh, GOT, Game of Thrones. Mm. Have a sect of the black (laughs) patrolling this wall end to end. Mm. And we can, drug trafficking can be slow. Stopping is impossible. It's impossible because they have so much money that they can. Come, they can throw money I mean, at the for, problem. For Christ's sake, the Colombian cartels during the Pablo Escobar days had their own submarine. Right. Or the Mexican cartels, you know, they're they're not only doing drugs, they're also prop up the avocado market too. You know? Yeah. So yeah. they're in their hands and many things, so you try to cut, uh, come after them one way, and they, they got mean, legal things that they're doing, too. These like the guys are Ochoas, so... you know, they were like politicians and whatever. And the Sinaloa cartel. They're so... They got their tentacles. They're like China. They got their tentacles to the point that they're even transporting eggs. Right. Eggs, for Christ's sake. Exactly. Chicken eggs. Eggs. Hey, anything to make a buck. Anything to make so, a buck. But yeah, let's this, continue playing. This, this is an interesting clip here, and you're gonna see why in a second. I'll here. get my pillow in a second. <laughs> okay. Is it the position of the Biden administration to fund or defund the police? It is to fund the police. And does that include to also train them to catch the bad guys and also not to harm the good guys? Congressman, that is the um sworn oath of officers. And you would agree that uh, unlike any time before in our history, police officers uh, are in danger today. They have a target on their back, violence committed against them. Uh, uh, Congressman, I know that uh, law enforcement officers are under tremendous uh, attack. Uh, and do you think level- that, go ahead, do you think anti-police <laughs> rhetoric yeah, he's hurts morale or helps morale as you're trying to recruit? People to be law enforcement officers. Just wait for it. This is an interesting it hurts clip morale, here. And that is why it is so important that law enforcement leaders uh, continue to communicate the nobility, <laughs> the nobility of the law enforcement profession. I'm very proud uh, to say that. 
And does anti-police rhetoric put targets on the back of law enforcement for their safety? Congressman, uh, it does. That's why I'm disturbed about a recent tweet from the former president that says Republicans in Congress should defund <laughs> the Department of Justice and the FBI. I'm also concerned about people on this committee and their own anti-police rhetoric. I got a big one. This is a defund the FBI campaign effort. Again, <laughs> thousands of FBI agents who work hard every day to take bad guys off the streets. In fact, after the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, someone armed to the teeth went to an FBI field office to try and kill FBI agents. I'm also concerned that the chairman of the Judiciary Committee invited a witness when you could have any person who walks this earth as a chairman of a committee to come in and testify, Fud the chairman busters. of the Judiciary Committee invited the author of this tweet. Will the gentleman yield? F Will the gentleman us. yield? Will the gentleman Mr. yield? Chairman, Mr. Chairman. Personal increase. He's, he's not yielding. Not the gentleman yielding. is rec recognized. <laughs> so it, it concerns me that there is this anti-police rhetoric. Will the gentleman yield, please? Among some <laughs> in the wait MAGA Republican it, wait Party. Wait for it. Because... They There's vote an explosive thing coming. Included in the COVID relief package. They vote against police reform efforts that would put millions of dollars in community police officers on our street. They vote and are against the union protections that allow them to collectively bargain. <clears throat> and as we cops. honor the hundreds of January 6 <laughs> officers who were hurt that day, too many of them gave comfort and aid at the D.C. jail. I also want to ask, is anti-Semitism on the rise in America, Mr. Secretary? Congressman, yes, it is. And are we seeing increases in violence toward Jewish Americans? Congressman, yes, we are, and we are seeing that for other minority groups. Wait still. for it. And so when an influencer <laughs> like Kanye West, who has millions uh, of followers on social media, says that he's going to declare DEFCON 3 on the Jews, do you think that increases threats to Jewish Americans or decreases threats? Words like that um, increase the threat to minority groups, Congressman. And that's why it surprises me that the chairman of the Judiciary Committee tweeted out, Kanye, Elon, Trump. Well, we know what Trump thinks about law enforcement and what is happening in law enforcement right now with targets on their back. But this tweet was kept up for months after Kanye West said that he was going to declare death con three on the Jews. Mr. Secretary, do you believe that all of us have a responsibility to elevate our rhetoric and to denounce anti-Semitism and anti-police rhetoric in this country so that Jewish Americans and police officers can be safer? Congressman, I do. Thank you, and I yield back. The gentleman yields, and Wait now I it. recognize the gentlelady from Georgia, Miss Green. That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy. And oh. <laughs> I move to take her words down. <laughs> No, this... Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Completely inappropriate. Uh, yeah, pause, it, pause it, well, wait, you no, no, yeah. pa pause it. Pause it. I I moved to strike whatever that lady said. What part? Everything. <laughs> Everything she said, I want to stricken from the right. record. No, stated. I want to hear it. Well, hear this. You hear it. Ready? Yeah. Stand by just a second while we research the rule. Um, give me just a second. I need to reclaim my, make sure I have my full five minutes. 
This is so much nonsense. <laughs> wait, wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Go back. Go back to when she says the comment. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lady from Georgia. Look how cocky she is. <laughs> That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, and everyone knows it. But I moved to take her words down. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, they, they go. Okay. Um, give me just a second. Okay, give me just a second. We gotta. Should we remove it? He did have a sexual Chinese spy. He was guilty of that. Why don't you make him say it? Make, make him say it. Everything. <laughs> It'll demoralize him more if you make him say it. Um, what do we do? What do we do here? <laughs> no, I, um, well, you know, I, okay, let's say. What are they delivering? The motion has been made. The gentleman will, uh, the committee will suspend and the gentleman will state the words that he wishes taken down. <laughs> Everything that the gentle lady from Georgia has said. No, you need pause to be more specific. Everything that bitch said. Everything that fucking woman said. Strike it from the record. Please. Believe me. Strike it. Listen, listen. Nah, nah. This is the good part. Accusations of an affair with a Chinese spy. Those are engaging in personalities, and they sh- those words should be taken down, and the gentlelady should not be able to speak anymore in this hearing. That is not an, the latter part of that is not an appropriate motion, but we will evaluate the striking of those words. Give me just a second. <laughs> You hear the paper flipping. <laughs> the chair uh, recognizes the gentlelady from Georgia and asks if she would like to retract those words. No, I will not. <laughs> this poor man, this guy is like, fucking people, just take it down. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all this money being wasted. <laughs> it painstakingly combing over this. Oh, if I was that senator. <laughs> They're combing over this. They're deliberating. Statement. Look at this. Those delib- members who are wondering, uh, we are looking into rule. Um, Clause one of Rule Seventeen and the Rules of the House. Fuck what all this thing that he brought up right. that went down the toilet. <laughs> right, right. anti-Semitism, all that stuff. Yeah, nobody's there. Now everybody's like, "Is it going to be stricken from the record?" <laughs> right. He was sleeping with a spy, man, a Chinese spy, and everybody knows about it. <laughs> While he's red like a tomato, like you bitch. You bitch. This is how long, look how long this thing took. Them deliberating. Who is this for? What is the purpose of this? 
because she told the truth? Oh my! What rules does it say that you you are you allowed to say that he had sex with a Chinese spy? He did. Where's there a rule on, on that? If you have sex with a Chinese spy, is rule one? What, what is that? Okay, the chair rules that those uh, words that were spoken are not going to be stricken from the record. Oh, the gentleman. They're not the going to be stricken. The gentleman from Mississippi is recognized. Um, I don't think there's any question about uh, what the gentleman lady said. I've been on this committee uh, from day one. Uh, we've never had an accusation uh, made of any member like that. And I'm appalled at it. We all ought to be embarrassed at it. We are better committed than what the gentlelady is trying to make of this committee. So I appeal the ruling of the chair. The ruling of the chair has been appealed. We will now... <laughs> they appeal it. Gentleman moves. Mr. Chairman, a point of order. Yep. Right over here. Could could you explain what part of those words are not engaging in personalities and what the basis of your ruling is? No, we're going to let the uh, vice chair take over uh, the committee at this point. Thank you. Um, Mr. Chairman, I move to table the motion. There's been a motion to table. (laughs) (laughs) All in favor, say aye. 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 Those opposed, say no. 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 In the opinion of the chair, the ayes have it, and the motion to table is agreed to. Mr. Chair. The gentleman is recognized. I request a recorded vote. A recorded vote has been requested. Clerk will call the roll. Mr. Chairman. Aye. Would the gentleman from New York, Mr. Goldman, yield? The clerk will call the roll. Mr. McCall. Aye. Mr. McCall votes aye. Mr. Higgins. What a waste yes. of time. Mr. Bishop. Mr. Jimenez. Mr. Fluger. Mr. Fluger votes aye. Mr. Garbarino. Miss Green. Aye. Miss Green votes aye. Mr. Gonzalez. Aye. Mr. Gonzalez votes aye. Mr. Lalota. Aye. Mr. Lalota votes aye. Mr. Izell. Aye. Mr. Izell votes aye. Mr. D'Esposito. What Ms. a strange Lee. thing. I. Miss Lee votes aye. Mr. <laughs> Luttrell. Mr. Strong. Mr. Burkeen. Those are the no's, right? Mr. Burkeen votes aye. Mr. Crane. Aye. Mr. Crane votes aye. Mr. Thompson. No. Mr. Thompson votes no. Miss Jackson Lee. Mr. Payne. Mr. Swalwell. No. Mr. Swalwell votes no. Mr. Correa. Mr. Carter. No. Mr. Carter votes no. Have a little bobblehead. <laughs> Mr. Magaziner. Mr. This is ridiculous. No. Just Mr. to get it strict no. from, stricken Mr. from the record. No. Mr. Goldman votes no. Mr. Garcia. No. Mr. Garcia votes no. Mrs. Ramirez. No. Mrs. Ramirez votes no. Mr. Menendez. No. Mr. Menendez votes no. Ms. Clark. No. Ms. Clark votes no. Ms. Titus. Mr. Higgins, Mr. Guest, Mr. Bishop, Mr. Jimenez, Mr. Garbarino, Mr. D'Esposito, Mr. Luttrell, Mr. Luttrell votes aye, Mr. Strong. This is ridiculous. Ms. Jackson Lee, 
Mr. Payne, Mr. Correa, <laughs> Mr. Tanadar, Mr. Magaziner, <clears throat> Miss Titus. And the motion. Are there other members in the room who wish to have their vote recorded? Clerk, how am I recorded? You are not recorded. The chair votes aye. Chairman Green votes aye. The clerk will report the tally. Mr. Chairman, on that vote, there were 11 yeas and nine noes. The ayes have it, and the motion is agreed to. <laughs> motion, the previous motion is tabled. Uh, the gentlelady from uh, Georgia is recognized, and we will give her, her the time when the clock was stopped, and we'll give you an extra 10 or 15 seconds. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. <laughs> so all that waste, waste, just to say, <laughs> no, we're keeping that. <laughs> now my question is, my question is. Oh, man. How was that statement relevant to what the guy was trying to... Well, she's saying that this guy obviously has a ulterior motive because he was having sex with a Chinese with spy. With a Chinese spy. Right. Um, the question is, did he know that that was a Chinese spy? Well, let's find out. Let's see. Chinese... I didn't even know about it until I heard of this. Yeah, I heard <laughs> about this. You know, she was a Chinese spy, and she got busted. And this senator was, you know, having relations with her. But my question is, did he know about it? All right, so I got the Washington Post. Eric Swalwell and what we know. Um, it says here, what we know about the Republican um, Eric Swalwell's ties to the alleged Chinese spy. It says, an alleged Chinese spy cozied up to a Democratic member of Congress and other politicians for years. The most prominent we know of is Republican Eric Swalwell. Now, Republicans are uh, pressuring Democratic leaders to kick him off an intelligence committee and saying that he's being targeted because he is a frequent critic of President Trump. Here's what we know about Swalwell's interactions with the alleged Chinese spy and the political um, or the potential political fallout from that. Uh, it says here, who is Swalwell? He is a prominent Democratic congressman from uh, California. Swalwell, 40, has served in the House for seven years, representing a heavily Democratic district as one of its younger members. Last year, he ran for president. Oh, I didn't know that. He dropped out a few months in, into the race after he didn't gain enough traction for his bid. Since 2015, he's been on the House of Intelligence Committee, which is uh, privy to some of the nation's top secrets. Um, but what, did he know that she was a spy? Well, here we go. What do we know about his relationship with the Chinese, with the alleged Chinese spy? The woman allegedly tried to get close to Californian uh, politicians whom the Chinese government deemed up and coming. According to Axios, which broke the story this week, one of the politicians was Swalwell as far back as 2012 when he was a city council member in California and shortly before he got elected to Congress. Axios dug up Facebook photos of the woman, Fang Fang, 
<laughs> or Christine Christine Fang um, uh, posing with Swalwell and other area politicians, including former members of Congress at various political functions she regularly attended. As Swalwell rose in the ranks, Fang become became an even bigger supporter. She helped fundraise for his 2014 campaign, Axios reports, and she suggested his office hire an intern, which it did. Um, what we know about Swalwell and Fang interacted on substance. Axios reports that U.S. officials don't think Fang ever got classified information as she cozied up to the politicians, including from Swalwell. He is not accused of any wrongdoing after U.S. intelligence officials briefed him in 2015 on their concerns about Fang. He cut off his ties with her. Swalwell and said in his statement to Axios this week that he provided some uh, information to the FBI about her and that he hasn't interacted with her in six years. Fang has since left the country. So I don't know, but uh, this is what's going on in our... <clears throat> In our uh, these committee meetings, committee meetings, right? There, this guy's having sex with a Chinese spy. This woman's accusing them, this guy of doing it, and then they're taking. How long was that break? I mean, they're just like deliber- deliberating, like uh, diligently and intently on, you know, did this what the semantics around this guy having sex around with this woman is just like, and uh, what, uh, uh, like what you said, what does that serve? I mean, her saying that, I don't know, maybe poked holes in his argument, I guess. But I mean, the way I would attack that is poke holes in what, you know, he said as far as a statement towards the other senator. Mm -hmm. Right. But stop. Why are you going to bring out his dirty laundry? (laughs) That you might object to what he said. Name the reason for her objection. But what a cheap shot. (laughs) To me, that's a cheap shot. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you could say it's a cheap shot. Yeah. I mean, it was just. And it doesn't matter if it's a Republican telling a Democrat or Democrat telling a Republican. Those are just cheap shots. You're wasting my taxpayer money. Mm. That's the way I feel about it. You know, and these, along with the fact that these meetings are brutally boring, you know, and we're going to start going over semantics about an affair. Yeah. He fucked up. He had an affair with a woman who was obviously a spy. He probably didn't know about it, but what does that got to do? What he just said. Come on. I don't know. But it, to me, it shows how the the great lengths and efforts that China is willing to do to cozy up oh, to our... Oh, that, that's a whole different topic. Well, now, with that being said, did you hear... So, now, we discussed briefly on a, on a previous episode about the uh, uh, Chinese police station um, that was... In New York. Right. Did you hear anything new after that? No, I have not. Well, I have something here for you that's going to maybe or maybe not blow your mind. I think you might be expecting this, but uh, check this out. 
Defense operations inside the U.S. is becoming more clear by the hour. Only days after the DOJ announced arrests connected to a secret Chinese police station in New York, we are learning there could be more. Similar offices have been reported across North America. Some didn't I say that? Country, yep. Throughout the uh, the states, the critics of the Chinese Communist Party. Look, they're all they all saying police station right there. Look, police station. Chinese CCP police station. <laughs> um, Didn't I say that? Check out the cities that they Evan got. Lambert is live. Evan, we're learning more about where these have been located and how aggressive China is becoming. Nicole, this is pretty alarming. Senior FBI intelligence officials telling News Nation today that they see these reports of secret Chinese police stations and Chinese tactics to intimidate dissidents as really reaching an inflection point. They say that lines are being crossed that haven't been crossed before and that authoritarian countries like China and Iran are using new tactics like hiring private investigators to stalk people, even planning to kidnap people that they want to silence. So wow. just pause this it, week, pause it. My friends and fellow listeners, mm -hmm. this has been going on for a very long time. Yes. This might be news to the people that are in the matrix, mm -hmm. but we've known this a long time. This is why Chinese people who seek refuge in the United States mm -hmm. are very reluctant to speak their mind, their minds and their opinions on the CCP and on the Chinese government. Cause they themselves tell you, I don't want to talk about this because my life is in danger. Mm. Even in the United States, their life is in danger. Right. And these people can um, launch this particular departments and their agents and you disappear. Right. So I, I think that because, um, one of the other things that uh, uh, that has been revealed in the recent uh, years since COVID really um, was <clears throat> the Chinese connection with um, uh, Kanye and Kim Kardashian. A lot of their money comes from there, from China, from the from the things, products that they made or endorsements that they get from uh like ftx for example and di different things of that nature so a lot of these and then we saw john cena basically apologize in in in, in chinese and mandarin about um about taiwan calling it a country which is ridiculous we have this freedom of speech here you can say you could say uh, uh cheese and crackers is a country you're not going to, you know, get arrested for it or whatever, have to apologize for that. But it goes to show you how all these celebrities, all these government officials, mm -hmm. all these athletes are in the CCP's pocket. Right. So they're 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 all you see the trade, they're surrounding us in trade. They're sleeping with our politicians. They're, you know, uh, programming our youth, right? 
And what better way to get them to separate from their parents than to push this transgender nonsense so that they then what it does is the 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 surgery right makes you uh makes one sinister a corporation a lot of money which is the medical field and also pulls you away from your parents right because as we heard in Washington state if your parents say no then they're basically abusive parents. Mm. You need to get the surgery. So now you get pulled away from your parents. They separate you from your parents. They separate you from your religion because if you're a Christian Catholic or even a Muslim and you become a transgender and even mutilate your body to become a woman or whatever or to become a man, in the eyes of the religions, the major ones that exist, you know that's going against God. You know, so mm-hmm. that that takes God's you away. Creation. That takes you away from religion. So who's your God now? The state. The state. And that's who they want. They want now you can't reproduce goal, which is what they wanted. You know, they don't want us to reproduce. They want to bring us down. So you can't reproduce. You basically are taken away from your parents and you're basically a programmable person because now that you've fallen in line to the point where you've getting the surgery, they now know it's like a test. Oh, now you're up to the point where you got to the surgery. Oh, now we know we really got you. You got you passed the final test. Now you're ours forever. You know, and good luck trying to go back. Like that woman that, that she she recognized that, or that man that recognized that she wasn't an Asian woman. What are the, why an Asian woman? That's another weird aspect of the whole thing. Yeah, it's like I I told you before, you know, in one of our rides that I feel they haven't told us that two galaxies have collided, mm. and everything that was once up is now down, down, and everything that's down is now up. Left is right, right is left. Now everything's topsy turvy. Um, one of most of the um, um physicists agree that when two when two galaxies collide, you know how everything just gets twisted. The reality that we know now gets twisted, mm. and everything is the opposite of what it used to be. It's a crazy time. So this is what I feel is going on now. It's like two galaxies collided. I mean, we could bang this on the head for hours, <laughs> hours, and not understand, you know, why is it happening. But, again, we do understand. All this leads up to two things, money mm-hmm. and control. Right. Control of our finances, control of our minds. And uh, slavery, mm-hmm. mental slavery. So I think we've we've devoted a good three hours to this to these topics. Now let's get to the fun stuff. <laughs> well, let me uh, finish playing it out here. Because were you aware that there was multiple police stations? No, I I uh, I wasn't aware, but like I said, you had a feeling. I had a, I I said if they found it in, 
I want to um, verbatim remember <laughs> what I said. If <laughs> they, yeah, <laughs> if they found one in New York, there's one in LA, there's one in Chicago, there's one in Texas, there's one in Florida, Atlanta, well, all the big cities. Let's see where they are. They have them here. Uh, so let's see where where these stations are alleged to be. Federal investigators in New York announcing the arrests of two U.S. residents accused of secretly working with the PRC to operate a Chinese police station stations. in Manhattan. Now a Spanish-based human rights group, Safeguard Defenders, says there are more than 100 of these Chinese outposts in 53 countries across the globe. Wow, the there is several countries. Yeah. So they, have, they look. They're in Los Angeles, like you said. Look at that. They're in uh, New York, uh, Houston, ne- like I said, Houston, Nebraska, some location, San Francisco, in, in Minnesota. Wow, Chicago's not in there, huh? I guess not. I'm surprised, but what surprised me more is not only are they. In the United States, there are over 53 countries that they're doing this with. Yeah. Wow. In the police stations, think of them more like spy offices in L.A., San Francisco, Houston, undisclosed cities in Nebraska and Minnesota, and New York City. The one connected to this week's charges closed after the FBI started investigating last year. So FBI officials would not confirm the existence of others of these police stations right here in the U.S. Police they can't police Chinese station. investigations, <laughs> but they do say that one in New York that was operating in New York had a very specific goal, and that was to intimidate China's opponents here in the U.S. Some people mm. living right by the one in Manhattan say they had no idea that it was operating, but frankly, they are not surprised. You know how many times I went by that building? Time after time after time. I was thinking the same thing. Well, let's see what this guy has to say. No, I wasn't particularly surprised. I, not, nothing really surprised me. People do keep tabs on, on dissidents, uh, whether through a, 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 a nonprofit organization or whether through operatives in the field or something. They, you know, a, lot, a lot of countries do that. I think they may be aware all along. Let's say if you're if you're a high-profile dissident and and you make your way to the United States, the United States gave you sanctuary, or, you know, offer you uh, asylum and all that. You would be aware that you would be followed. Uh, I mean, uh, it's a stupid man who wouldn't uh, look out for be, being followed or something. Right. And Nicole, we obviously have to take this with a grain of salt. Chinese. Uh, China, Chinese's foreign minister, sorry, China's foreign ministry is saying that these are not police stations, that they are for people to use for things like renewing their driver's licenses. Nicole? Mm-hmm. Okay, Evan, thank you. Yeah, that's what they're for. <laughs> wow. So uh, with that, we'll go into our final uh, break of the segment and then we'll go into our favorite topic of the cast. And our last topic of the day. That's right.
Stolen. He's an illegitimate president. He's an illegitimate president. You know, pretending to be president. Why do you think the president is going to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you? Because he didn't. One third of Clinton supporters say Trump election is not legitimate. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. You are absolutely right. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee and you can have the election stolen from you. The 2016 election was stolen. Got a nicer way to say that? Say Russia hacked the election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. A little louder, please. Russia hacked our election. That was a 9-11 scale event. This was a kind of cyber 9-11. A cyber 9-11. Yes. Russia hacked our election. Russia, you know, of course, hacked our election here. Half of Clinton's voters believe the conspiracy theory that Russia hacked election day votes. We know that they were into voting rolls. Actual interference with the elections themselves. We know it happened. Despite no credible evidence, 67% of Democrats believe Russia tampered with vote tallies. Hacking the U.S. election. Hacking the U.S. election. Russia hacked our election. The Russians hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacking of our election. Hacking of our, of our election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. The stolen election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. The universal assessment that Russia hacked our election. Is it really that time again? It seems as if you only just arrived. Time to choose. That's why I'm here, Mr. Freeman. Otherwise, well, I can offer you a battle you have no chance of winning. Rather an anti-climax after what you've just survived. You've proved yourself. If you're interested, just step into the portal and I will take that as a yes. Time to choose. If you're interested, just step into the portal and I will take that as a yes. Time to choose. Just step into the portal and I will take that as a yes. Is it really that time again? It seems you prove yourself only just arrived. You've proved yourself. Time to choose. If you're interested, just step into the portal and I will take that as a yes. Time to choose. If you're interested, just step into the portal and I will take that as a yes. Time to choose. If you're interested, just step into the portal and I will take that as a yes. Time to choose.
Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back, folks. <laughs> so uh, I have some uh, interesting stuff here. Uh, look at this uh, quick clip here, some levity here. Um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully the clip gives it some context. I believe it might here. Uh, hold on. If we broke in your house. One more time. What would you do? Then I got this. If we broke in your house. <laughs> what would you do? Then I got this. If we broke in your house. For theater of the mind, for those who are just listening, what what happened there? <laughs> Two small people. <laughs> they were like saying, "What what would happen if we broke into a house?" Uh. <laughs> and then you see two like action figures <laughs> be uh, at the at the foot of a doorstep, and somebody just kicks them away. <laughs> so I guess that's what would happen. Yeah. <laughs> So now it's time for our favorites. We're picking up heat reflection off the trees. Looking directly overhead, one can see an opening in the trees plus some Straight ahead in between. There it is again. full segment yes um we're gonna have a guest on our next show Mm -hmm. that saw a strange unidentified flying object um in her she said it was in the back of her house it wasn't am i correct yes she was uh walking her her dog um and she happened to uh stumble upon a ufo um yes and we and we encourage all those that uh, have seen a UFO to reach out to us at uh, theparamid.com. You can find us at theparamid.com. You could also find us at theparamidshop.com as well. Um, and uh, you, if you want to go through the social media route, you can go to um, Instagram, go to the Pyramid. And um, at direct Instagram. message us, we'll we'll read your messages. We're right also here on, the on Tic Tac, Tic Tac, Tic Tac. Well, that's <laughs> what they saw. That's what the pilot saw was a Tic Tac. Yeah. You can. Well, yeah, that pow 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 pow. You could also find this on TikTok under the Pyramid. Right. I mean, if you want to find us, you can always look into it. What do you do? Oh, you just you haven't looked into it. If you look into it and you and you have proof that it is round, instead of going, oh, some scientists figured it out, somebody figured it out, somebody figured it out, but you okay. figure it out. You okay. try to figure it out. It no, because like when they would. look into it, it's common sense. And when you look into it, 
<laughs> so this report that this um, lady told us about is very interesting because I just went into the National UFO Reporting Center, mm-hmm. International UFO Report Index for, I guess this is the Northeast. And so uh, for the, for our audience, she had what she saw was um well it was uh rem- remarkable to her obviously um it's hard for her to uh describe for those that are listening you know she was even skeptical of her of her own what she was what, her seeing. own sighting right because she was like you know what the hell am i seeing here cuz the thing is like these ufo's they are their goal is not to be witnessed, right? I mean, they if we have camouflage on 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 our um, gear, on our military gear, these these UFOs got something much more advanced than that, you know. So, and then they do other things that okay, you know. So I'm glad you bring that up because if if you are trying to like make a clandestine vehicle here on Earth mm-hmm. as humans. What color would you paint your vehicle? Honestly, I don't know why anybody has hasn't thought of this, but mirror. Oh, they've thought of it. But there's already something out there. Like I, I figured a uh, a fully mirror face car. I mean, how you could how you could get more camouflage I'm sure, but that that's a pretty damn good camouflage. The problem with mirror is you recognize that that it yeah, is at nighttime mm. all you got to do is flash something towards it and mm. it's going to reflect mm. but there is a particular paint out there mm-hmm. called vanta black right the darkest black that exists right right and if you paint your car with vanta black mm-hmm. it could also be a hazard on the road because other cars cannot see see you. So why I mentioned that the lady who had this sighting that we interviewed said it was like, had no lights. Mm -hmm. It was like a plastic gray, almost metallic, almost metallic, but she, it had like a plastic sheen to it. Mm Mm-hmm. So that she could see it with her. She saw this with the naked eye. She said that it was just above the tree line. So I got the report here from this page I'm looking at. Okay. Here's one report coming from Hamden, uh, Massachusetts. Something caught my eye. To uh, Hamden, Massachusetts? Yes. Okay. Something caught my eye when I looked. It was a gunmetal gray disc. The mm. next couple of seconds, it bolted north. One report. This was on August 3rd, 2022. Mm. Then we have another report <coughs> coming out of Hamden, July 22nd, 2022. I saw a darkish gray disc. Going in and out of the clouds. Mm. Then we continue. I got the hint 
to go video. No, this is not. Well, what she was, um, what she said that she had, uh, witnessed was like, she said she looked at it and it appeared to be a, a plane formation. Like it looked like somewhat like a plane, but it didn't like, it seemed like it was trying to appear as if it was a plane, but in reality it was something else when upon closer inspection. Um, she said that it looked like, uh, like, uh, a beaded necklace. Right. Like, um, like bubbles, like, uh, balls, uh, strung together. Um, lots and lots of little she, bubbles. She said, she said, um, that it looked like bowling balls. Right. Together in a line. And then it just made me think of, uh, perhaps what she was watching was, perhaps a alien formation of several crafts uh, together. And uh, this is one of the uh, a sighting I found here on Twitter of one of the crafts that I think it might have been in formation. Um, so this is military. Looks like military footage here. Yes, from a jet. It's a transformer. Look at it. It's rotating. Look at it. Wow. So it looks like a ball, and then you see it like morphs into like this different shape. You saw that? Look at that. It was like on. It looks like a ball, and then whoop, yeah, look at that. And then it like reforms itself. That's crazy. So it's going against the wind. It's like rotating. Look at it. Look at it. Ooh, 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 ooh. Wow. That's crazy. So over the the week, I had introduced you to Moment of Contact, a great documentary about uh, the incident that happened in Virginia, Brazil. In Virginia, Brazil. And at that moment, it dawned on me. No wonder we have so many fans coming speak, out of Brazil. Uh, yeah, that speak Portuguese and are coming out of Brazil. And lo and behold, it's because there's a looks like a strong UFO community out there, and it's because they had their own Roswell event a Roswell level event, uh, but their Roswell occurred in 1996, which means those people are still alive that witnessed this thing. Yes, and I remember when this happened. You know, you remember when this happened? Yes, because Art Bell did a a whole big thing on mm. on this incident. So, <clears throat> and it was all over the, I believe it was on Fate magazine. Because what, what 
what struck a chord it just jarred my memory was the image of the of the of the alien being mm. show the image on on well i'm gonna give a little uh trailer for those that are oh great 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 watching so that they could see now it's a good uh watch uh definitely recommended um James Fox Productions. In 1996, the people of Virginia, Brazil, witnessed a UFO event that would change their lives forever. It was floating and slowly losing altitude. Followed another Roswell, if you will. That is a crashed vehicle that had. And you know, one of their biggest, um, one of the things that they were. Uh, pointing to pieces of evidence that this event happened in Virginia, Brazil mm-hmm. is the monuments that that uh are there in Virginia. Right. right? It's then, a lot it has it looks a lot <clears throat> like Roswell. But that's what I was going to say is like, you know, Roswell is just the same thing too cuz you have you know, they have uh hotels called like the Alien Right, the little L N. Right, well, the little alien, and um, they it's have a, it's a play on words. Right, little L N. Right, exactly. So, um, they have all these uh, you know, different uh, uh, structures and 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 buildings that are all about the UFO. So, like that place right there in, in Roswell, they all believe or at least know the folklore of the ufo landing there right same thing with virginia brazil so like if these two things were fabricated or hoax do you think that they would still have like the prominence of of the or the hook of in in that town well there's one thing that that happened in this part, you know, unlike Roswell in Roswell, they, there was a crash, right? They, um, confiscated the material. Right. Remember the, 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 the aluminum foil like material that they will crumple up mm-hmm. and it will re, re return back to its normal, to its normal shape. shape. Right. They supposedly got, um, deceased aliens from the craft. Mm-hmm. And all this was kind of documented, and then it just disappeared, mm-hmm. right? But the Var- what is it called, Virginia? Virginia, yeah. The Virginia event of 1996 has one thing that other um, UFO sightings of this nature doesn't have, and that is a death mm. caused. By the alien. Now, what ha- what happened was one of the bystanders that saw this um, alien being approached it and touched it, and whatever the alien had on its skin infected the man who touched it, right? And it ultimately claimed his life, right? And this is on record. The whole event is on record. Exactly. The whole event is on record. So that's Can you a, show the being on the Yeah, sure. So I'm going to look up the Virginia a- alien. So um 
basically they describe it as uh, this like little child almost uh, size uh, alien with bright red eyes, red eyes, bulging yeah. red eyes. Yes. Um, let me see if I can uh, pull this up here. As I look this up, it says filmmaker claims video exists of captured alien creature. Huh. Let me see really quickly. A little uh, digression. But maybe it says filmmaker claims video exists of captured alien creature from 1996 Brazil UFO incident. Hmm. It says a bizarre UFO case dubbed as the Brazil's Roswell has set the internet abuzz amid rumors that video of a captured creature may exist and could soon be released the so-called virginia incident and alleged ufo crash extraterrestrial encounter and subsequent military cover-up made the global headlines in 1996 and sparked a media frenzy in brazil despite an official government denials that anything unusual had occurred um uh, it says here, it remains one of the country's most famous UFO cases and sparked a wave of UFO tourism to Virginia. Um, uh, let me see if I share this with everybody here. It says, more than a quarter century later, this is a New York Post, an interest in the case had been renewed after the release of the documentary Moment of Contact, the, mo- the movie that we saw, which sees filmmaker James Fox return to the small town in the southwest state of Minas, Minas uh, Gerias uh, to interview eyewitnesses, experts, and officials. Um, let me see here. What is this? Uh, a bizarre UFO case. Uh, so it looks like this is, might be a picture of it here. Of the UFO. Mm. Let me see. This is what it looks like. Um, it says here, uh, governments uh, tend to cover up everything they can explain to their population. Retired Brazilian Air Force General Jose Carlos Pereira tells Fox in the documentary. In January 1996, locals in Virginia reported seeing a strange cigar-shaped object about the size of a school bus slowly fall from the sky and crash in a field. Carlos de Souza witnessed an alleged crash and spoke to a researcher, Claudier Colvo, on camera in 1996. It was floating and slowly losing altitude, he said at the time. It looked like a washing machine struggling, fighting to keep its altitude. The side of, of it was completely torn and it had white smoke coming out. It wasn't black smoke like from a fire. At the time, I thought it was like an aircraft in trouble, an airplane, so I decided to follow it. 26 years later, Mr. D'Souza and the filmmakers returned to the crash location just a hill up from a small white farmhouse where he broke down in tears. When I arrived on on the site, on this very spot, I observed a lot of debris, a lot of pieces, he said. And when I got out of the car, I immediately smelled ammonia, like rotten eggs, a very strong smell. So strong that I had to cover my nose with the shirt. I One was of the hallmarks of of aliens. Of that, aliens. You know who I first learned that from? Linda Moulton Howe. Linda Moulton Howe. Yeah. Uh, you don't know who? Who? Uh, let's see. 
Maybe I know her. I just don't know her by name. You know her for sure. You know uh, Linda. She's that famous UFO researcher? Yeah, and journalist. Uh, you definitely know who she is. The older lady. Yeah, this person. Yep, yep, I know who she is. She was the first person that um, made that uh, that statement that uh, or brought that statement from uh, witnesses to light. She stated that aliens have a funk to them; they stink. Yeah, like uh, the the first time I heard that mm. was, uh, believe it or not, from Clive Barker. Clive Barker, yeah, mm. Clive Barker, the famous uh, horror author. Right. He has a, a book of short stories, and one of the short stories, he the name of the story is called Knots, mm. and it's about a string of knots that I believe it was a some I forget the, exactly the story, but I believe it was a family found the string of knots. Okay, and every time they undo the knot. A being would appear. Mm. And it kind of, his description is exactly almost verbatim to a gray. Okay. But one of the hallmarks of his description was the strange sulfur like aroma that came, or the stench of mm. sulfur, you know, that came from this. Uh, paranormal uh, being and then as time went on i read this you know because my wife at that time was my girlfriend was reading that book and i read the book it was very good and then as time went on the description of these aliens always followed by a strange ammonia sulfur like odor that it's so strong like you just can't take it and the way I equate it is, if anybody has ever stumbled on to a skunk. Mm, right, right. Yeah, like, that, a, like a nasty skunk smell. Yeah, but this is more of like. Oh, wait a minute. Look at this. I wonder if this is a, a, a artist rendering or if this is the real thing. Let me see. Uh, let's see. Uh, check this out. Oh yeah, I I saw that. I believe that's in the movie, isn't it? No, the one that was in the movie was uh, I believe it was. And uh, the one, the one definitely that was in the movie is on the bottom. You just passed it. Uh, this one, this one was the one that was in the movie here. Yes, but this one here looks. I think that's a. I think that's a model. That might be a model. Yeah. This is on TikTok here. Let's see. Let's see uh. Wow! It even says of the Virginia UFO incident. Interesting. Let's see if it plays here. Well, the Virginia case is probably the 
best well-documented case that we have in Brazil and probably in yeah. the world. Yeah. yeah. You know that over 80 witnesses came forward, first-hand witnesses came forward during the first weeks, and they are still coming after it happened. During all these years, we still keep getting witnesses that come forward and tell us pieces of the big story that we know that in comprises the capture of at least two alien creatures in the city of Virginia. We know for a fact, because we have it all documented, plus the witnesses have confirmed and cross-confirmed that one alien was captured in the morning of that day, which was a Saturday, about 10.30, by a fire department. Is that the real footage? And uh, some personnel from the Army. I don't Another know. Another picture was seen. Look at, at the, that. Some personnel that... from the Army. Look at it. Another oh, picture man. was seen. Uh, some personnel from the Army. Uh, and, uh, I don't remember seeing this in the movie. This was not in the movie. This was not in the movie. Look at that. You can see it. Look, look. You see the eyes? Yeah, I see it. Is this it? I don't they know. Have, they have eyes here. I mean, look out! Look at the people standing. These are like really small. Yeah, and they have them like in a net. They're like waist waist high. Wow! You think they're small? Uh, they're about the look. Is it? Yeah, they're about waist high. So that would say they're about three and a half feet. To four feet, maybe. So probably taller than my daughter, but not much. Right. Wow. This is unbelievable. If this uh, is real. Some personnel from the army. Another creature was seen at the same day by middle afternoon by three girls. It was them who called attention of all the city to the fact that strange creatures have been seen. Because when the first one was seen in Catherine in the morning, it didn't draw too much attention. Mm. But at the afternoon, when the girls saw another creature and then spread the word to everybody, we saw the devil, that's what they thought they saw. That night of the Saturday, January 20, 1996, that second creature, probably the same one saw by the girls, was also captured by a police troop, a police car, actually a military police car with two policemen inside. The one who was sitting in a passenger seat was Marco Elixerezzi. And he was lucky enough to be the one who spotted the creature and grabbed it with his own bare arms, bare hands, ah, got back to the car, mistake. put the creature in his lap, and what? took it home. He grabbed it with his bare arms. Mm. 25 days after that, he died on February 15th of some bacteria attacks proving that his immune, immune deficiency, deficiency system was absolutely destroyed wow. and uh, army personnel and authorities kept it all secret for lots of time until the UFO researchers started protesting along with the press and we did so much pressure that eventually information wow so yeah I think this is one of the most compelling uh, UFO stories and alien stories that is out there. And I've heard a lot. Mm. You know, even with these guys, and I believe it was in in Phoenix, where 
that that movie comes from fire in the sky okay yeah yeah uh the loggers that that saw the the craft and one That's of them was travis a, walton right he's still around by the way and he had, he was on joe rogan explaining his experience and his He's been tested back and forth, lie detect, detector test, one after the other. He passes them all. But this one in, in Brazil, I think, is the only one that resulted in a death. Mm. And it's recorded of An some... unusual death. Of right, that. of strange bacteria. So... For people that haven't watched this video, I I suggest you watch it if you're into UFOs. Because to me, this cemented the deal that they are here, they're visiting us, and nothing's going to tell me that it's some kind of military. Granted, some of them might be military crafts, Mm -hmm. but... You cannot explain the millions upon millions of report around the world that we are being visited. And this particular one hit home because of that death. Mm. And I saw the movie and these people were were telling the truth because they were crying. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them. Yeah. The, the people that actually witnessed, they were crying. They were crying. Sure. So... With that said, um, as far as our experiencer that we're going to interview next week, mm-hmm. I kind of found uh, a rendering. I put okay. it up on the Trello. All right, let's see. And I put it up under uh, the one where it says the pyramid pot. The 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 Your prep. E, or the live show. I think it's under the prep, and it's under the UFO. All right, let's see. Even though she said there were no lights, these are bright. Mm. But more or less, this is is what I picture since, again, when you listen to an audio, and we were talking to her over the phone, theater of the mind, this is what uh, more or less it describes. All right, let's see here. You said it's under the UFO segment? Yeah, they should be the last one on the bottom. All right. Skyscaper size asteroid. Let's see. This one? Skyscraper size asteroid? Uh, see what it comes. No, it shouldn't be that one. Uh, hold on. See Virginia here. I'm not seeing the one on the UFO fourth segment. I don't see it here. All right, let me see something. Let me do this. Unless there's another section here labeled. We got a strange is happening. Organize a little bit this uh, board here so that we can uh, quickly reference them. But let me see if I go through. Okay, now let's see something. There's a lot of interesting stuff on this Trello, though. 
Here we go. Uh, there's another UFO uh, section here. Perhaps this one. Ah, ah, okay. Got it? Yeah. Hmm. See A how it's like film, this mysterious string of pearls, UFOs speeding through the night sky. Have aliens come to visit? Hmm. When was this? String of pearls. See, it's kind of showing like what that lady saw. She mm. said it was like bubbles. Right. Like a string of pearls. Yeah, she said it was a string of bowling balls. But then again, she said it was right above the tree line. Right. And it was like flying very slow. And she was trying to describe something she's never seen before. Right. And she she saw no light. She says she don't remember seeing any lights. But what she did remember is that she could. She said if there was a pilot, she could probably see the color of his eyes. That's yeah. how close to the ground this thing is. Or at least the color of his shirt. Yeah. Said. Yeah. So we'll have her live here on the cast, and she can explain the story. Um, but, yeah, this is an interesting uh, rabbit hole to find what's going on around here. I mean, uh, in this part of town. There's which, a lot of reports on the, on our side of town, let me tell you. There's a lot of, like, weird crafts coming back and uh, flying around here. Let me see. What's the web MUFON, right? Yes. So, yeah, there's a lot of weird activity that happens here. And uh, supposedly there's actual photos or video of this Virginia alien. I mean, that would be amazing if they had the video available for us to see. Yeah, man. That would be really. And I'm surprised that there aren't. But you know what? That actually, now that I think about it, that actually reminds me of the one the, that was captured. Hold on. Wait a minute here. There might be, we might have uh, captured the alien here. Let me see. It was uh, um, in San Diego. Um, I believe that was captured, um, on the ring camera. Those things are, are going to be the one that's going to, oh yeah, it's going to crack this case wide open. Um, there's a lot of things that are being caught on these ring cameras. Yeah. Um, let me see. Um, let me see if I find it here. Here we go. Look at this, uh, in La Junta. Do you remember this, uh, report here? Um, I think we discussed it once before. Oh yeah. 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 Right, yeah. Vivian Gomez wrote on Facebook that her security camera captured this on Sunday morning. There now quarter to five and take a look at this viral video from La Junta in Southeastern Colorado. All right, now, based on the Gomez description of the Virginia alien, wrote on Facebook that her security camera captured this on Sunday morning. There are people on Facebook who say it looks like Dobby from Harry Potter, or a ghost, or an alien, or a kid in flip flops and underwear. 
We think it looks like Lisa doing her Sunday morning dance. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Lisa, were you in La Hunta <clears throat> on Sunday? I know she was out of town. Give it away. Uh, the video well, you, you see how strange it is? Because what the shadow shows <laughs> is completely different to what we see. All right. Look at the shadow. Let's see. Video from La Hunta in southeastern. See, like the flopping hair? Colorado. All right. Interesting. Billy Gomez wrote on Facebook that her security camera captured this on Sunday morning. There are people on Facebook who say it looks like Dobby from Harry Potter or a ghost or an alien or a kid in flip-flop. Hmm. Could it be the Virginia alien? Who knows? Who knows? It looks very similar. It looks very similar the way they describe it. I can you can't see the hands really. But the terms of like the skinny legs and the body and the, the size of it. Right, right. And it's not the first time they describe um like I said pops and underwear. We think it looks like Lisa doing her Sunday morning dance. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Lisa, were you in La Hunta <clears throat> on Sunday? I know she was out of town. Give it away. Uh, the video. Hmm. Um, a lot of people south of us, mm -hmm. um, Mexico, Honduras, Ecuador, Peru, Guyana, all these countries, uh, in the in South America, mm -hmm. you talk to them about alien beings. They're like, yeah, we see them all the time. We're scared of them. Oh man! And they describe very eerily enough the Virginia alien. They say they're small, mm. with like red beady eyes, and that they come visit all the time. Hmm. So. More compelling, and I just wanted to make this statement. Everybody's waiting for the government to do what is, you know, being coined disclosure, mm -hmm. right? And I believe that we're past disclosure. Hmm. I think they've already disclosed that they're mm. here. I think it's not a, uh, it's not a fact. It's not. That we're waiting for disclosure anymore. We're waiting for something biblical. Like what? Revelation. When we reveal the aliens. Who, who they really are. Who they really are. Mm. So it's, I think disclosure has happened already. In sort of a subliminal form. The Tic Tac, you know, all these reports that, and the fact that we're having uh, a committees formed and we are acknowledging they're here. They're here. The next big step is the reveal, mm. which I call the revelation. And that's when we're going to be vindicated us ufo nuts that believe that yes that they're here and they've been here for a very long time hmm uh, so I'm exciting just, times are coming i found something here check this out
looks like some aliens caught on tape. Huh. Huh. Is this real? Uh, I don't know. Looks like a, like a statue. It does look like a statue. That's a funny image. Hmm. There's an odd little uh, video here. I don't know yeah, how... Yeah, the music doesn't match. No, it doesn't. And it doesn't look like uh, these are real. These are real videos. But, but they're provocative. They, yeah, but imagine if they look like this. That looks more like a screed. Yeah, it does. Like a gray alien. Yeah. Not the red-eyed Virginia aliens. Trying to see, because supposedly um, there is surviving footage of this Virginia alien caught on tape here. See if we can find anything. Oh, but, man, if we could see some live footage of that, that would be great. I see here one some uh, best alien footage uh, caught on tape here. See what this one says. Uh, let's see if you file. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, I'm not uh sure if we'll be able to find this, but uh oh, this is interesting. Let's hear what this this uh it says here best alien footage, real a real alien sightings according to this. All right, let's see let's it. See it. Uh, this guy is Apex TV. Visiting Earth today. New photographs and videos have emerged claiming to depict real aliens. Are extraterrestrials visiting Earth today? Yes. Apex TV. We take a look at some recent alien sightings that have been caught on tape. This creepy picture was taken in a house in New Mexico. Hmm. The creature seen here bears resemblance to that of a gray alien. Grays are the supposed species of aliens responsible for many sightings. Now here are some of the best alien sightings that have ever been caught on tape. Special thanks to Weya Vlogs for letting us use some of his videos. Be Weya sure to check out his channel of and subscribe. <laughs> thanks for watching. Okay, here we go. We got a uh, security camera footage. Oh, what's this? We That's saw... creepy. Was it the same alien like Junta that we saw? Look at it. Very similar shape. Look at the head. That's creepy. Look at the head. That's creepy. Like, I don't know what the hell that is.
Okay, seeing green light through a closet door. Nothing there. Pitch black screen here. Not seeing anything. Oh, okay. There's a window. Oh, this is my biggest oh. fear. You saw that? Yeah, huh? that's my biggest fear. Whoa, look at that. What was that? Oh, I see their eyes like sideways. Like, oh, I see. You see, like, keep playing and then pause. Right. Oh, oh I see. See? He's like peeking through the window through the side. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That's creepy. Oh, my goodness. says the following footage was sent to us by a man who claimed to have witnessed a sighting of an extraterrestrial being in his basement man the man grabbed his phone camera upon hearing the strange noises coming from his basement here is the video this music is a little eerie too on that one yeah this one doesn't seem to uh it says the this mysterious figure seen here resembles that of a gray alien i don't know gray aliens are supposed are the supposed species of alien responsible for many sightings this looks a little bit like a mask yeah it looks like a mask to me The following footage was sent to us by a man who claimed to have been abducted by extraterrestrial beings. The story goes as follows. The man was awoken by his dog in the middle of the night, and he instinctually grabbed his camera. His dog directed him to the garage. Here is the video. He's inside the car. Let's take another look. Bingo right there. That also looks like a mask. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that one. Yeah, that so also looks like not too compelling. Because hmm. it's still, it's not moving, you know? Right. Resembles that of a gray alien, another gray alien, per perhaps. 
After hearing a set of loud sounds coming from my basement, I go, I go to, to investigate. investigate. Looks like they like basements. Apparently. I wonder why. Because they're small and those are the first windows that they can read. Mm. problem with uh these types of videos you know like to find but i'm a big proponent that these fake videos this in, are, in this yes there's there's the true video yes this and, is how the adversary works <laughs> right right he couples a bunch of fake shit with the real with one. the real one right so that you could create doubt Right in your mind, like fake, 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 uh, fake. Right, and that one looked. Mm, but then, if all these were fake, right, and it, you imprint right the fake in your mind, you know, so you believe they're all fake. But they all seem to look very uh, similar. Maybe they're using the same mask or whatever. But uh, let's see here. A mysterious humanoid figure was seen in the video, and I think that it was the source of the sound. Let's take another look. Seems common theme here. No. No, I'm sorry. That that body looks too much like a human being. And the mask, no. Mm-hmm. All right. Often depicted with a black uh outfit many have told me that the creature seen in the video resembles that of a gray alien so a lot of these are talking about the grays uh my comment is fake march 29 2016 after After many many reports of aliens and ufos a florida resident decided to set up various cameras around his house in an attempt to capture alien activity the following footage is real and must be considered disturbing. Maybe considered. Oh. See, these get me with the window, because that's my biggest nightmare. <laughs> that I wake up, I'm hearing something, I go to my when I see a guy like <laughs> peeking in through my window. Like that. Not convinced. Not convinced. I'm not sure. Why would they be walking around like that? Yeah, I'm sorry. There's gotta be a. Like, why would they be in your home? The creature seen in this video resembles that of a gray alien. Grays are supposed. They're they're saying this over and over and over again. What do you think? I think that's fake. That's what I think. They're trying to brand it as real. But, again, I'm a big proponent of that. 
I think the the most compelling video was the 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 news video to me as uh, if it was the real little, the thing that looked yeah. like a little child. It looked it looked more <laughs> alien to me. Um but uh it's hard to find uh some footage of an alien, but I I I can see why because you know these things their their mission is not to be heard of, I guess. Not to be seen and heard of. But I believe that true um, footage is out there. So when anybody listening, either you're in Brazil, somewhere in South America, North America, Europe, Africa, whoever gets this transmission. (laughs) Right. Please send your videos and pictures to theparamid.com or the pyramid at gmail.com and let me repeat that the pyramid at gmail.com if you got any pictures any audio any video please this is our thing this is our wheelhouse it's aliens the paranormal we're definitely interested. We love conspiracies and we love current events and all that stuff. Right. But hmm. what we love is Look aliens. at this. I found something interesting on a, a TikTok stream here. What is this? They look like brothers. Is that what aliens <laughs> are? <laughs> It was sent to the local news bureau there and sent to us. About to show you was filming footage we're about to show you was photographed by a 42-year-old, Romero Valadares. This video was taken yesterday afternoon at his son's seventh birthday in the city of Paso Fundo, Brazil. It was sent to the Brazil. local news bureau there and sent to us via satellite just these. a few minutes ago. All initial opinions are this is genuine. What you're about to see may disturb you. You think this is real? Mm, no. No. That look at the head shape. Huh. It matches very similar to that to that uh news report, right? Oh yeah, where it had the floppy Yeah, look at the head shape. Hmm. Now imagine if this was real <laughs> And we're just literally looking at Real life aliens right now And we're being So uh, skeptical on Right You think that's po- I mean I don't know See but my question is Why only photo Being that we have so much technology At the palm of our hand That's a good question And it, it is on TikTok, so. Filming footage we're about to show you was photographed by a 42-year-old, Romero Valadares. This video was taken yesterday afternoon at his son's seventh birthday in the city of Paso Fundo, so Brazil. That, that picture between them two looking this similar? It, can, it looks like they might have CGI'd his body into an alien. I mean, it's possible. Not convinced. No, no, <laughs> no not I think we will know it. 
when we see it. You think so? Oh yeah. How do you? How? I don't know. I got this feeling that, like, that's why the Vargine, um Brazilian thing mm-hmm. struck a chord because that seems credible, mm. even though it's an it's a rendering. It seems credible. Like, hmm. Now, what what would you do if you received some mail from an alien uh, being? Male, what would you do? Male, like you think these guys are gonna throw anything in the post office? <laughs> That's apparently according to this report here. Let's see. Um, this is History Ancient Channel. Astronaut theorist Giorgio Sukulos met up with Linda Moulton Howe at a secure storage facility in Los Angeles, California. looking at linda what is this here is see all these layers yeah so where were these pieces allegedly found these came out of white sands in new mexico outside of roswell is there a connection to roswell with this piece art bell begins receiving shipments in the mail of mysterious metallic fragments Art Bell turned over this these is why I love Art Bell to investigative journalist in Linda Moulton Howe for further study. Hey, Linda. Hey, it's good to see good you. Good to see you. To learn more about these strange metallic fragments, in 2019, ancient astronaut theorist Giorgio Sukulos... Oh, uh, so then it, it looped around. So, yeah. See, this is the discussion... This is what we're trying to be, you know, like... Um, trying to get our audience to send stuff like yes, that. Yes, yes. We'll they, house it here. I don't know, but let's say our audience member has a picture of the uh, a genuine picture or video, and they send it to us, and and it's like or top secret, like a, a guy from Area Fifty One sent us. Look, here it is. What what do we do? <laughs> We got to be very, very careful. What do we do? We got to be, we got to be very, if, if it's something credible. Yeah. If it's like. We have to be very careful and tactical in our like approach. You're an Uber driver, right? Let's say you bump into some military official that's like, hey, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll send, you want to see it? Come by such and such and I'll give it to you. It's funny you say that. I I don't know if I said this on the ca- on prior cast, mm. but I met somebody just like that mm. on my Uber one of my Uber rides. He was a cargo um, pilot for the Navy. Right, he mm. transports provisions, artillery, and vehicles all around the world for the navy mm-hmm. right he was telling me he, he's done he's he has 35 years doing this mm-hmm. he was up i would say he was in his late 60s okay and you're not gonna tell me you're a pilot from the navy and, and i have an opportunity to ask my favorite question <laughs> right right i was like uh, he he was 
nowhere near this topic. He mm. was just telling me what he does, you know, why he's in town. Right. And I took the opportunity. I was <laughs> like, can I ask you a question? Have you ever seen, like, anomalies in the sky, such as, like, UFO phenomena and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, are you into that stuff? I was like, yeah, I believe they're here. He's like, well, I'm going to be honest with you. Never have I seen anything. But I'll tell you why. It's because of the altitude that I fly in. Mm. But since you're very curious, it looks like you're, you're, you're very curious about this topic. I'm going to tell you my take on it. He goes, in the Navy and in the Air Force, mm-hmm. um, these two entities, Navy, Air Force, and Marines, kind of like always, um, how do I say this? Um, they're, they're always um, counter counteracting with one another. I don't know if I'm saying this right. But they 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 always around the same circles. Okay. Because I think the Navy and the Marines are almost the same entity and the Air Force and the Navy, you know, they I think the Navy has the craft, the Air Force lands on these things. Mm. So they always um, interacting inter- with each other. Mm. They're always interacting with one another. Okay. Right? And he says that on many times in, when they go to Chow, mm-hmm. the like the F-16 pilots and jet fighter pilots mm-hmm. have their own table. Mm. Right? And cargo pilots, transport, have their own tables. Right? Okay. But one of one time, you know, he sat next to the table of the fighter pilots. Mm-hmm. And this is a topic that they're always discussing. Mm. That they've seen stuff that they cannot explain. Mm. One guy says, "Yo, I saw this this orb like shot through through the through my windshield, and I couldn't." And then the you start hearing mm. stories, but he his um um explanation why he doesn't see anything, but that they do, is because they fly at a higher plane mm. than what he flies at. So evidently, from they're, where he, they're way up there, right? They mm. they fly at that um, height that mm. he doesn't get to. Interesting. Well, uh, I'll leave because uh, we we had this cast. We started about uh, how the Chinese influence and you know how China is in everything. They're dominating global trade and all these other things. Well, something else that I've learned about. The Chinese. Have you heard of the Mongolian blue spot? Yes. You have. I believe the Mongolian. Let me see. I might be wrong. Okay. But the Mongolian blue spot is that everybody who is descendant of 
Mongolia or has traces of blood of Mongolian in them. They're born with a blue spot on their butt. Is yeah. that what it is? Yes. They have they're born with a blue spot on their butt, but it's not about uh I think it's not so much of traces of uh Mongolia. I think it's um It's not like dealing with Genghis Khan. Yeah, or, something like that. If you're a, a descendant of, of Genghis, you have you're a blue born, spot. You're born with a blue spot. Right. Now, here's a just a quick look at it for those that are, are watching. And I have uh an interesting tie in here. So uh Really quickly, this loads. <clears throat> they are completely benign macules that have a homogeneous blue-gray pigmentation and indistinct borders. Although it is usually located on the lower back and sacrum, it also commonly appears on the upper back, shoulders, and extremities. On the contrary, the head, face, and flexor surfaces of the extremities are unusual locations. If the macules So this is what they look like, right? Uh, blue spots that they're born with on their back. I think my daughter Jade had one of these. Okay, so that's uh, supposedly if you're a descendant of Genghis Khan, that you, and apparently like 60% of the world or something like that, a high number, some number like 60 or 70% of the world. trace their lineage to Genghis. Right, and they have this spot here. Now, check this out. I don't know if you've seen this interview uh, on the uh, Joe Rogan experience, but uh, check out uh, what this guy, David Coe, has to say. About oh, yeah. This is where I learned it from. Oh, okay. So for our audience, uh, this is what I wanted to bring up here. Cadillacs recently. Why is, he, and, why is his face red? And, uh, out of like curiosity. A, uh, I think it was uh, an artist, art, artistic thing for him to do. He just... Uh, Oh, that's he, right, because he's an artist, right? Yeah. I'm gonna I think have he wants to, to make some kind of face. statement. I'll paint my face one of these days. <laughs> like I said, I accused you of being an alien last time you were here. And uh, I like the the person that makes me laugh more than anybody is when I'm fucking on psychedelics and whatever that spirit is that's talking is always like has the jokes. It has the jokes. And, it, and the last time... um so this is a, re, a reoccurring topic and once again i gotta say this is not like this is just something i see in my vision quest right so i asked the alien last time i go are you real are aliens real he's like yeah it's you motherfucker and I'm like what do you mean he's like you never wonder why asians dicks are so small and i'm like what are you talking about and he goes i go what the fuck is your problem dude <laughs> he goes you know what we look like, right? I'm like, well, yeah, the big eyes, almond eyes like this, bluish gray, uh, no dick, big head. Um, like, you know, like you've all seen that picture. It's like, you know what I look like, motherfucker. And I'm like, stop cussing at me, man. <laughs> and he goes, we came out to Africa. We saw you fucking hairless little, you know, and we fucked a human, right? If, that, this is what. This is what it's showing me. It's okay, like, it's, but it's not. It's not saying we fucked a human. Oh no! Right? It's it has the filthiest mouth. Really? Like I'm dying. Like I'm on the like I'm. This is what I look like. I'm like in like, like nature, like <laughs> with a shaman, and I'm. 
really? Yeah, I'm like dying, and 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 I'm and the thing is like just non because everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna have a spiritual experience, like, and, and it is spiritual, but it's a long trip, so it goes through like hell, heaven, jokes, and he goes, I came down to Earth and I fucked your great 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 grandmother, and I don't have a dick because we don't fuck uh, with. Uh, genitals we fuck we were mind fuckers we use our mind that's how we have sex and so we're beyond that and he goes look in the mirror bitch and i go what you ever wonder why koreans have such big heads and your eyes are a little bit like this and your dicks are a little bit smaller because we didn't have any dicks humans had dicks we melted and so you have little dicks and he's like you never you never ever thought about why you're blue i'm like what are you talking about he goes you never wonder why you were born with a blue ass and I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, I'm like, I'm like on the floor tripping. So I don't know if you know this. A lot of Asians, and and they they say they call it the Genghis Khan birth mark. Do you know this? No. Okay, it's they call it. Jamie, look up like um, blue Asian blue birth. So a lot of Asians are born with a giant blue birthmark on their ass. Really? Yeah, and they call they they say it's all the way back from something Genghis Khan did. Yeah, there it is. What? Yeah, look, go down. Mr. The Mongolian, Mongolian blue, blue spot. Wow. So I was born with a blue ass, Joe. I had a blue fucking ass. And, um, dude, like Avatar? Dude, straight. My, I have a picture of my, and, and this, <laughs> some, some, some have a small one like this. And some of them have, I'm sure you could find bluer ones. But then after like less than a year, it just disappears. So it's called the Mongolian birthmark. And I'd forgot about it till the alien was talking to me. That's amazing. And yeah, there it is. See, mine looked more like that. Wow. So I was born with a blue ass. And they, so they know specifically from genetics that this goes back to the Mongol days. Well, I'm telling you who who gave me the answer. The the the, the, yeah. the, the, the altar that I worship at nonsense. So the alien goes, <laughs> "You think you just had a blue ass out of nowhere? You're a fucking alien, bitch!" And I'm like, "What?" And he goes, "I gave you just enough dick." To like, you know, like you don't need a giant dick. It's good. You think you want a giant dick. It's going to get in the way. I give you a perfect dick. You fuck <laughs> people with your mind and you're fucking, you're, you're not yellow. You're fucking blue. And I was like, Whoa. oh, it's not a Mongolian birthmark. He's like, Mongol, you're fucking alien birthmark. And I was like, you know, I'm drooling. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, and look, I, so what if that was true? Hmm. What if that was true? What if. You know, aliens came down here a long time ago, and maybe that's why Asians look that different from us. Look, at this point, everything is possible. And, and I and think it makes sense. I think that they're smarter than us, that there's a lot of people, they refer to aliens as the greys, right? A lot of people, like even our little. Uh, Guandolito back there, you know, the pea head, you know, uh, Guandul looking eyes, right? But there's several races of aliens, you know, that exist out there. You know, right. you have the ones that the Nordics, right? The blonde, blue hair looking like us, right? Tall, with tall, white hair, right? And then you have the screed looking insectilian insectilian type. type you got the gray aliens then you got the the reptilians the reptilians lizard like the lizard um uh, uh beings then you got the ones that egypt 
definitely saw like the Sphinx and these other uh, weird aliens yeah, in Egypt. The, the cryptid type. Yeah, the cryptid type. So it's perhaps that our origins are from different, like the reason Indians are, are they're brown for a different reason than, than the reason, you know, Africans are brown. And maybe there's different, um, there's different uh, uh, astral heritage. Maybe we come from different parts of the, of the, the universe. universe. Right. And we just like this experiment here on Earth is, you know, like different. So, so the Earth is one big petri dish. Right. Like it's like alien species. It's like New York. For the for the the universe at large, right? So we're the, it's like we're a melting the, pot. We're that <laughs> that petri dish of alien hybrids, right? In the universe, in the universe. <laughs> Damn, I think we we could end it like that. <laughs> well, I think with that, it, it's time to go into our final segment. Turn off the light. Take a deep breath and relax. This is not a cultural religion. It's just alms. Okay, we're going to relax our breath. This is a meditation pose, lotus pose, whatever you want to call it. Don't be afraid of your own voice. You're in your house. Make some sound. No one cares. You're basically massaging the central nervous system, which, trust me, Here we go. Since we were talking about alien beings and all kinds of uh, extraterrestrial, mm. let's go with a little prayer. May all beings everywhere plagued with suffering, sufferings of bodies and minds, quickly be freed from their illness. May those frightened cease to be afraid. May those bound be free. And may the powerless find power. May people think of befriending one another. Mm. So let's attract positive energy and expose, sponge negative energy. Let's let the bad leave and the good enter. Let's invite good vibrations into our lives. And with that said, we go into our ultimate own. Deep cleansing breaths through the nose and out through the mouth inhale exhale may this week be filled with prosperity love 
and happiness. That's right. And uh, you know what time it is? It's time to shout out our favorite. Yeah, but before we do that, we got to go into our weekly almanac forecast. Ah, Let's see what the weather holds for us this coming week, leading us up, up to the weekend. All right, so here we go. So let's see. Go to weather.com. This uh, weather segment is brought to you by Paramin Vitamins. You got your Fortify right here, which is vitamin K2 and D3. And um, you can find them at theparamid.com. Um why Fortify is so good, you know, many people know about the many benefits of vitamin D3. What people don't know is that vitamin D3 has a best friend, and that is vitamin K. Vitamin K helps to maximize the benefits of vitamin D. Both vitamin D and vitamin K are essential nutrients needed for a healthy lifestyle. Bone and heart support um, this uh, vitamin D uh, and vitamin K2 uh, provide bone and heart support for um, and both of these uh, vitamins uh, are combined into a synergistic formula that can help support bone and cardiovascular health. So check out Fortify for your bone and uh, your heart support. You know, it's good for both your bone and your heart. And for your immune system, because vitamin D is not just a vitamin, folks. It is also a hormone. So it's very important that you take your vitamin D. And your vitamin D is best absorbed when you have K, K2 specifically with it. So enjoy and uh, strengthen your body with Fortify. So the 10-day weather forecast for uh, Western Mass, you're looking at... Um, Let's see, uh, today's, uh, we're already into Wednesday. It's uh, 12 in, in the morning, so. Wow, uh, 1 o'clock. Yeah, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, so you got uh, Wednesday, you got a high of 58 with a low of 42. Looks like uh, some p.m. showers. Um, we got on Thursday a high of 55 with a low of 40. Looks like it's cloudy, 24 percent chance of rain you got on friday 60 uh, degrees with a low of 42 mostly cloudy uh 20 chance of rain and then you got into the weekend a high of 66 All on right. saturday with a low of 45 mostly sunny six percent chance of rain on saturday so you got a pretty warm day on saturday Sunday is a high of 70 degrees, uh, low of 46, so mostly sunny, so 5% chance of rain. So doesn't look like you're going to have much rain on Sunday. On Monday, you got 73 degrees with a low of 49. So it's creeping up as we're getting towards the the next week. Yes. Um, it looks like on so uh, Monday is a high of 73, low of 49, mostly sunny with a 3% chance of rain. And on Tuesday, which is podcast day, you will have a high of 74 and a low of 52, partly cloudy with a 13% chance of rain. All right. And then let's see what they have here for the for the national. Um, let's see. Let's see if they have anything here for the national more forecasts. Let's see. 
Do they have the national here? Hmm. One second here while I bring up the national. So that way, for those of you who are listening to us in the United States, you can get your national weather here. National forecast. <clears throat> and this was from the Weather Channel. So if this turns out to be incorrect, don't uh, shoot the messenger here. We're just trying to do our best to provide some value to the folks that listen to us all the way through the end of the cast. Uh, this is uh, something that we think is uh, valuable because, you know, uh, who who doesn't need the the, the forecast of the, of the weather, especially, you know, if you're listening to a podcast, why not have that all in one? Absolutely. So let's see, national forecast maps here. This is weather.gov. It looks like uh, for the week, let's see, forecast, let's see, interesting, it's not giving me, ah, you know what, I'll do something better, I'll go and find a little video for it uh, for this week. <clears throat> While you're looking for that, I'm looking at the summer predictions mm -hmm. from the Farmer's Almanac, and it says 2023 is expected to be to get even hotter. This this is partly because cooling weather patterns known as La Nina has been in place for three years and will come to an end. It also due to the greenhouse gas emission pushing up temperatures, according to the UK's. Uh, Met office, so it looks like we're gonna have a hot, scorching um, summer. Mm. The average temperature of last summer was seventy-three point nine degrees, which was two point five degrees above average. The summer of twenty twenty-three will be continuing this sizzling temperatures. Thunderstorms will announce the official start of summer in the northeast with heavy rains possible from June 20th through the 23rd. All right. And I have here from the weather.com, the national weather today across the country. Looks like you got uh, your lows or your highs in, in the East Coast, around 56 uh, in New York. Um, you got uh, 55 in Boston. Um, and then over in the West Coast, you got uh, 63 in Los Angeles, 57 in San Fran. And in the south, you got uh, 83 in Tampa, where the Warlock lives. And, nice weather out there. And uh, 84 in New Orleans. Uh, uh, you got uh, 87 in El Paso. So in the 80s and down down in the lower uh, south of the country, in, in the mid, uh, uh, the... Kansas, uh, Midwest, around here, you got Kansas uh, 67, Denver 73. Uh, this is uh, Rapid City 68, Minneapolis, you're at 60, which is interesting. Minneapolis is higher up, but uh, they're warmer than we are down here in uh, Boston area. Uh, St. Louis 66, and uh, 
interesting. Even around here, it's, it's hotter in these areas over here. What is that Kirk- up there with 75? That's why, like Wyoming? I believe uh, the, yeah, Seattle, Washington, probably Wyoming around here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, interesting. North and South Dakota. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is your national forecast brought to you by Paramount Vitamins. What's today's date already? Today's May uh, May 3rd. Wow. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. How quickly, how quickly time flies. That's my right. My Lord. That reaction, that wow. <laughs> that is brought to you by Fungi Coffee. <laughs> by the Fungi Coffee Company from God the Paramount. damn, Jimmy. This is some serious gourmet shit. <laughs> You're goddamn right. There is good coffee. Um... Not only do you get the caffeine boost, but you get the added benefits of mushrooms. So please go to theparamid.com and purchase yourself a bag of delicious fungi coffee. I'm telling you, you're going to like it. Make a comment, review it, and tell us what you think of this delicious coffee that we have every day. And with that, you support our cast, raises your status, to from Bobolongo to Verdugo, and if you buy enough of this coffee, we might give you a badge such as Freeman, Headsman, Torero, Inquisitor, and what's one? Oh, Oathbreaker. Oathbreaker, that's right. So now we go into saluting our Bobolongos and Verdugos. So on this segment, we just uh, highlight all the people that follow us on our Instagram. That's paranormal.experience. And we're, as we uh, log the journey of us creeping towards a thousand here. Um, so it looks like we this week we've gotten uh, let's see about five new more uh, new followers. All right. Um, so this is here uh, Joel Ma- Majos. You are a Bobolongo. Uh, Mundo UFO three hundred and sixty. You are a Bobolongo. Uh, Ida Pat. Cosilva. You are a. Bobolongo. Mundo.ufo360. You are. Bobolongo. Sylvia Gotardi. You are a. Bobolongo. And Sandra Andrade23. You are also a. Bobolongo. And we got some messages here from our fellow. uh, fans and uh, friends over here. So let's see what we got All here. All right, Mauricio Infanti sent us a a TikTok. Let's see what he has to say here. Let's see what this is. Ah, this guy again. Interesting. He sent us another video. Too bad we cannot understand what he's saying. Yeah. I wonder if he's telling us anything about Virginia. 
os sóis, os, os astros, eles, é, eles são filhos, ou são as crianças das galáxias. Tá? A galáxia é uma mãe. We seem to have a lot of uh, Brazilian and uh, Portuguese-speaking uh, followers here. Yes. So if you are a follower and you want to be a verdugo, just simply help us translate some of this stuff. Yes, because, you know, please. We would like to hear... In English. In English. <laughs> right. Um, Or in, in Espanol. We speak Espanol too. Yeah, yeah. And that might... That might be easier for you to translate to. Oh, 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 oh. Lamiliamiles. <laughs> Let's see. Our Verduga sent us something here. We're definitely going to need your parents to come sign off on that. Tattoo. Why can't I do what I want? It's my body, my choice. Because you're 14. All right, tattoos are permanent. You're going to regret it one day. Can I just buy some of those cigarettes? No way. Smoking is so bad for you. How about a beer? No. A vape pen? No. A lighter? Not in this state. Can I rent a car? Sorry. Bottle of cough syrup? What are you, a drunk? Fireworks? You might blow yourself up. That Ruger GP100 and a box of 38 special? You might shoot your eye out. Can I just... I don't know, like... Get an irreversible gender surgery? No problem. We'll get started right away. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, how relevant cool. this is. I don't need my parents' permission. Of course not. What if they're not affirming? Like a tattoo of this. Wow. Well, you know, I, I tend to rag on her a little bit, but she knows... She knows her. My wife knows her husband pretty damn well. Give her, give her uh, a verdugo video. Oh, sure, I'll give her. <laughs> she provided content. Indeed, she did. So who else uh, sent us some stuff here? And it was relevant to to the to the yeah, cast here. So uh let's see. Uh oh we got two requests. Huh. Dagi Portuga Gosto Muto de Vosso Programa. Quieres saber o Instagram de Beatriz? Can we translate that somehow? Uh yeah, let's see. So I'm going to Google Translate here. From Portugal Libsyn, I really like your program. I would like to know Beatrice's Instagram. Hmm. Beatrice. Beatrice. Well, she... Wait a minute. She probably listened to our... To the interview we did with... Uh, With our invest paranormal investigators, is Beatrice one of them? I'm not sure. I don't. I don't believe so. Hmm. She, I, I I don't recall a Beatrice. Do you remember a Beatrice? I don't recall a Beatrice. Hmm. But nonetheless, we we appreciate you reaching out. 
Uh, we appreciate any engagement for sure. What were they called? The something sisters? The spirit sisters. Let's see. Let's see. Now, this is something interesting. Um, so uh, this person was looking for Beatrice, but our next uh, message came from somebody called Batania Riberio. Um, and she sent us this. Check this out. Esse homem quer amputar uma de suas pernas e o motivo, segundo o próprio, para ficar mais parecido com. So what they're talking about here, I've, I'm aware of this. This is called the Black Alien Project. This man is trying to convert himself to being an alien. Um, um alien. Ele se chama Anthony Lofredo e é um francês de 33 anos que ficou conhecido pelas suas modificações corporais extremas, que vai desde tatuar seu corpo inteiro, inclusive os seus globos oculares, sua própria língua, até remover parte do seu corpo, como nariz, língua, boca, orelha, dois dedos de sua mão, e agora ele quer remover uma de suas pernas. Tudo isso para Um so for for the walls that for those that are listening to us there's this guy, um, he's uh, doing this thing called the Black Alien Project, and he does, he went as far as um, tattooing his full body, um, uh, basically uh, destroying his hands so that he only has three digits in each hand. Uh, he's uh, destroyed his nose, his face, um, he's changed the colors of his eyes, he's changed the... The color of his teeth, he split his tongue, the color of his tongue. Para realizar o seu sonho, ficar parecido com um alien, Anthony disse o seguinte em uma entrevista. Desde muito pequeno, eu sempre fui apaixonado por mutações e transformações no corpo humano. Percebi que não estava vivendo da forma que queria. Parei com isso aos 24 anos e mudei para a Austrália para começar a minha jornada. O que é bizarro mesmo é pensar que ele nem está na metade de sua transformação. Segundo Anthony, ele, like ele concluiu... Handsome dude. Handsome dude. And he turned himself into this black alien. Wow, let's give this guy... ...apenas 46% do seu projeto, chamado Projeto Alien Negro. Esse homem quer amputar uma de suas... Wow. Let's give this guy a verdugo video. <laughs> well, the person that sent it to us is... um, uh, let's see. Betinha... Riberio. All right. So you get the honorary Verdugo. Welcome aboard, Virginia. All right. So yeah. And um, what did um Gonclave um Oh that was uh what we just finished reading. Gonclave? Yeah, we just read that one before. Uh let, let me see. Yeah, we read this one. This is the one about Portugal Lipson. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Gosto mucho vaso programa. Que yeah, we read we translated this one. Remember? Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah. um who's Beatrice? Not sure. Not sure who Beatrice is, but uh if uh Lieta Gunclavis Gunclavis uh please let us know Kene Kene Beatriz <laughs> Yeah please let us know and uh we'll we'll get back to you. Obrigado, obrigado. Obrigado. Obrigado for everybody who uh from this region of the world has uh 
That's right. And uh, if we go over to our Instagram, we can see how many uh, followers we have. We have 519 followers. And how much we were what we were at last time? I believe. Hold on. Let me see. If we go up here. No, we're up, actually. We're, we were at 519. We're up to 524. All right. So I want to up up uh, our board over here. Okay, while you do that, hold on before you up up on the board. Uh-huh. Play a uh, little torero for them. Did you get it for them? Yeah, I have it here. All right, while you do well, that. Well, we don't have any honorary toreros, but here's a little. Uh, yeah, this is what you'll get if you become a torero. The bull is the allegory, globalist, new world order, people who want to control us. The torero is the, is that person who's going to assist us in slaying that beast intellectually, not physically. Not be duped by the globalist. There you see him going down right there. That's the globalist. You're not gonna control us. In sintonia con la transmisión más prohibida del internet, the Paramount Podcast. Esta emisora transmite sobre la nave Nebuchadnezzar, volando alto sobre el noroeste del país americano. Con sus personajes, Ernesto y Pablo Morado. Transmitiendo todos los martes en la noche. En todo plataformas sociales como Twitter, Facebook, Instagram y TikTok. O visita nuestra página web, theparamid.com. Eso es D-H-E-P-A-R-A-M-I-D.com So yes, that's our toreros. That's right. And that brings us up to our um, total reach, which is how many uh, followers, Bobolongos, Verdugos, and everybody in the Paramount Pantheon of people that come and listen to us. We have about four, I'm, I'm sorry, not four, 5,455 listeners and followers. Yes, let's see how we're doing on the TikTok. How are we doing on the let's TikTok? Let's see. What were we before on TikTok? On TikTok, we were at 3,978. Oh, we lost four followers. Oh, no. We are at 3,974 followers. 74. So let me adjust. All right. But we do have some comments. 
Let's see. Hmm. Well, most of these are shared videos. We have one comment here from Bubba Rocks Three. Have you worked with an with a with an person with psychic abilities or traits? Talk about hair raising experiences and this Indian Mounds, Mississippi Delta. Okay. Hmm. Uh, let's see what else. And that's basically it. I'm I'm a little uh. You know, we lost four followers. I wonder why. Well, maybe you know those were bots. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible they were bots. But you know what? Um, we're we're growing little by little. We're getting there. We're getting uh, some followers. Do on we our have Instagram. anything on the pyramid um, Instagram up there? Uh, so yeah, we have uh, we have uh, fifty eight followers on the pyramid. We gained one. All right. We're at 59. We're at 59. All right. Let me add this now. Fantastic. So I wrote us down. We're at 59 now. Oh, so it looks like now um, the... Instagram is doing sort of like what uh, uh, uh Twitter's doing. Twitter's doing. Yep. Mm-hmm. With the verified meta thing. Yep. That's it. That's exactly what they're up to. Let's see if we have any new followers on Twitter. On Twitter, let's see. Uh I just made this uh Twitter uh feed. On, on your Twitter feed? Yeah, well, I have a Twitter feed, yeah, the Pyramid Podcast, at the Pyramid. And I did this uh, three days ago. Uh-huh. And we have one follower, Pavlik Stalwiski. Interesting. Is following. So we got one. Well, on Twitter, we're also at, at Pyramid Podcast. You can find us at Pyramid Podcast on the Twitter. And that's where our live stream gets pumped out to at Pyramid Podcast on Twitter. Um, and let's see. Uh, let's see what we have here on our profile. Uh, we got seven followers. Hasn't budged. Um, seems like we've been struggling to gain some followers here on Twitter, but that's no that's not a problem. We are uh, blue checked, if you can see here. We do have a blue, little uh, verified check mark, so we are blue checked here on Twitter. But uh, yeah, <laughs> seven followers. But uh, you know, we post our our stuff here. We do get some engagement here, as you see here. Some people view our stuff on Twitter. We get some some reach here, but you know, uh, not a whole lot. But we'll we'll be on this Twitter here and see how. How things uh, flesh out. We might end up getting more traffic here after all, but uh, only time will tell. 
And with that, I think it's time to wrap up the cast. Uh, you have anything to to say before we uh, let everyone go? Uh, yeah, I just want to say always remember to keep your eyes up towards the sky and that the, param- the paranormal is all around us. You just have to look closely. And lastly, um, if the universe is infinite, then so are the possibilities. Good night. Good morning, America. <laughs> Until the next cast. Until the next one. Good night, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> what was that? You fucked up. Now you need a bow bow. 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 And don't call me fucking Lucy. Don't do that. <laughs> Go ahead and tell me more of the methods by which you cause people to drift to hell with you. I cause people to drift on every subject through which I can control independent thought and action. Take the subject of health, for example. I cause most people to eat too much food, and the wrong sort of food. This leads to indigestion and destroys the power of accurate thought. If the public schools and the churches taught children more about proper eating, they would do my cause irreparable damage. Marriage. I cause men and women to drift into marriage without plan or purpose designed to convert the relationship into harmony. Here is one of my most effective methods of converting people into the habit of drifting. I cause married people to bicker and nag one another over money matters. I cause them to quarrel over the bringing up of their children. I engage them in unpleasant controversies over their intimate relationships and in disagreements over friends and social activities. I keep them so busy finding fault with one another that they never have time to do anything else long enough to break the habit of drifting. Occupation. I teach people to become drifters by causing them to drift out of school into the first job they can find, with no definite aim or purpose except to make a living. Through this trick, I keep millions of people in fear of poverty all their lives. Through this fear, I lead them slowly but surely onward until they reach the point beyond which no individual ever has broken the drifting habit. Savings. I cause people to spend freely and to save sparingly, or not at all, until I take complete control of them through their fear of poverty. Environment. I cause people to drift into inharmonious and unpleasant environments in the home, in their places of occupation, in their relationship with relatives and acquaintances, and to remain there until I claim them through the habit of drifting. Dominating thoughts. I cause people to drift into the habit of thinking negative thoughts. This leads to negative acts and involves people in controversies and fills their minds with fears, thus paving the way for me to enter and control their minds. When I move in, I do so by appealing to people through negative thoughts, which they believe to be their own. I plant the seeds of negative thought in the minds of people through the pulpit, the newspapers, the moving pictures, the radio, and all other popular methods of appeal to the mind. I cause people to allow me to do their thinking for them, because they are too lazy and too indifferent to think for themselves. I conclude from what you say that drifting and procrastination are the same. Is that true? Yes, that is correct. Any habit which causes one to procrastinate, to put off reaching a definite decision, leads to the habit of drifting. Is man the only creature who drifts? Yes. 
All other creatures move in response to definite laws of nature. Man alone defies nature's laws and drifts when he wills. Everything outside the minds of men is controlled by my opposition, by laws so definite that drifting is impossible.